Welcome to the Cinema Swamp, a podcast for friends, enemies, and Minnesotans argue about movies. Yo, Adrian. Tonight, we discuss the Rocky and Creed films as we rank and discuss all the beats and punches of the franchise. You like how I put that in there? I said punches, you know, because I punch. Watch out for minor spoilers for Rambo 3, Hot Tub Time Machine, and The Last Unicorn. Watch out for major spoilers for the entire Rocky franchise. We should start the podcast now. Um, we're on episode 20. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're in a whole new... Oh, we're in a whole new... <laughs> <laughs> That's the song you sing when something turns 20. Oh, we should do 90s... Uh, Disney. 90s Disney movies? Alright. Mm-hmm. We'll put All that on the company. list. We'll put that on the list once that Lion King movie or comes out. Just the Disney episodes. Hey, what did what did you think of that Lion King trailer? I'm ready. You you're okay with that? I'm okay with that. I saw your Facebook thing on it when it took over the Lion King. Oh well, yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> yeah, that is dumb. I liked I liked the original Lion yeah. King, and then they're like change it all up to be the new one and yeah. I'm like you can scroll down don't a bit. force me to like it <laughs> <laughs> you can scroll down there like a couple of months ago when it, all it was was the original stuff mm-hmm. and I was like yeah cause that's why I like the page cause I like that movie yeah. that's from years ago anyway back no, when people I get liked that. Yeah. but I was like so annoyed I was like come on and I unliked it cause I was like look from, I am not excited for that movie I think that is the dumbest of all the remakes are doing a shot-for-shot, shot, basically still animated remake of The Lion King. He's like, gonna straight-up murder you. We'll see when I well, no, I can't I, get I, mad at some, about something mean, that... Maybe I'll hate it. Maybe I'll be like, <laughs> blasphemy to the original. No, granted, Are you gonna like, love it and you'll be like, Hunter, can you give me a 3D tattoo of Simba? <laughs> a live-action tattoo <laughs> of Simba. Tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> granted, that, I mean, I might be wrong. It might change things. It might do something I just think I like. they cast it so well. Yeah, they did. They got a good cast. and But that doesn't make them a movie. I, I, I just... But John Favreau's track record. Yeah, I know. Right? right. So like, everything right, seems sure. right, but It just you, seems you like never a, know, an right? odd thing he would do, because uh, I don't see him wanting to do a shot-for-shot shot remake, so I he, almost well, don't think it Well, they didn't do shot-for-shot shot for Jungle Book. Yeah, exactly, but still, like, you compare the two trailers, and this one is so similar to the original, but then again, that might be just a marketing campaign. They did, do, they did that on purpose. And I guarantee you did. I'm going to like the movie probably just for the music alone, so... Granted, whatever. I mean, I'm probably still gonna have a good time because of the original songs. But on the other hand, I wonder if they'll add any from the music. We'll see what they end up doing. But uh, this podcast is actually to talk about Rocky, so we can get into Rocky now. Um, Are we on? Yeah, we we did start, but that's fine (laughs) because that did just happen. The trailer did just come out, but uh, this weekend, Rocky Eight came out. You know, Stallone took Mm -hmm. the. Took up the fight once again after Adonis Creed was brutally murdered in that fight, and Sylvester Stallone got all beefed up. What well, if they did that in the movie, like in Creed Two? Like and he like well, fought uh, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. The, the, no, no, like <laughs> the new Drago beats Creed Two. Oh, Creed Two. You know Adonis Creed to death. Oh, he kills Creed? him. Yeah. yeah, and then Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. Then it goes Rocky Four again, where he starts getting uh. beefed up. He's like, gotta go get my revenge. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you go back out into the snow. If I would have saw that Sasha Stallone wrote it before I had like 
knew what the movie was about, and then I might have been like, oh my gosh, what if he just like writes himself way into the movie? <laughs> like That's the thing. Didn't he know. write this movie? Yeah. He wrote every single one except for Creed. Creed, yeah. And that's you, what was weird to me. I was kind of worried at first when Stallone, well, at one point he was going to direct, but that didn't happen, and which I'm glad it didn't happen, and... Mm-hmm. uh but writing, I was even kind of worried. I was like, yeah, this is kind of a different franchise now. I was mm-hmm. worried that he was going to do things too silly, especially since this is a sequel to Rocky Four. basically. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. boy. But they must have had someone in the room really helping. Or maybe he's just... There was a second it. screenwriter. Oh, yeah. And then eight producers. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, we're talking about the Rocky franchise just because Creed Two was released and... Uh, yeah, we all saw it. We all saw the movie. And uh, I'll introduce some people quick. Uh, you know, we got Hunter Goble across from me, as always. And uh, to the right of me, we have uh, Chloe and Zach, who have been joining us in every episode now. So they're, they're hosts now, too. Why not? Um, <laughs> but, yeah. We, um, like, reconfirm it all the time. Yeah, even because it's like, like it hasn't settled in. Like, no, no, it's okay. They're basically hosts. In case you didn't think, you know. Well, I'm not saying we think so, but, you know, there. I mean, we haven't been knighted yet. But. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Still waiting Still on that It's true. And by the way, we have cheese and crackers in the middle, so I'm going to be munching down. Yeah, if you hear some Thanksgiving snacks going on, <laughs> this is post-Thanksgiving snacks and beer. But uh, we just thought for this episode that we would kind of do a quick, well, not a quick rundown, but... Because, you know, these episodes are never quick. But (laughs) we're going to do a little bit of a rundown of the entire series because everyone here has seen every movie in the franchise. Um, Almost. I think a couple. Has everyone seen almost all of them? Or just missed a couple? The only one anyone's missed, if we're right, Chloe missed Rocky Balboa. Mm -hmm. Which isn't a big deal. No. You can skip that one to create and you... I don't yeah, feel like it's, it's you don't need it. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have because there are same with Rocky Five. Right. You don't really need that one. I wish I had that before. <laughs> <laughs> Realistically, all you need is Rocky Four and Creed, and you've got the entire story. <laughs> because Rocky Four has so many flashbacks and mm-hmm. in the montages. I mean, I think Rocky Three is kind of important too. That's where him and Creed become friends. Yeah, so but then you wouldn't have three unless you had one and two. So let's start at one. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I do, you know, after like finishing pretty much every movie in this you know franchise and comparing it to other franchises, like this is like I don't know, like these movies go together so well compared mm-hmm. to some franchises out there. You know, like I love like the Planet of the Apes trilogy, and this goes together better than those movies do. I think, you know, and it's just, it's, I didn't realize growing up, like, how big of a deal these were. Like, I'd, I'd hear about them, but I, I always thought they were, like, dad movies or, like, yeah. bro movies. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to, you know, I know douchebags that like Rocky. I'm not going to watch it. And then, <laughs> and then uh, I was like, you know what? I like movies. I got to track these down. Watched the first one, and I was absolutely blown away by how good it was. And um, I remember just, I watched it, like, in a nice TV and nice sound and everything. Um, but, like, pretty much every part of the movie blew me away in terms of, like, how humble of a movie it was for it to end up as popular as it is. Like, it, I feel like it deserved, like, every shred of popularity that the first one had. When was the first time you saw it? 
uh, this year for for the first time a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, I actually had watched parts of Creed first and just thought it was a boxing movie. Didn't know what I was watching, <laughs> and then I turned it off and then watched Rocky. Went back and finished Creed. I started over and and then finished all the other Rockies. But yeah, so it's pretty fresh on my mind. Um, but uh, man. I really like it a lot. I think I watched the movie, I want to say, when I was like 14 or whenever. It was early high school. We had a DVD of it for some reason. One of those early DVDs that every family bought when they got a DVD player. And uh, I remember not liking it too much the first time. I think just because it felt a little slow to me. Yeah. It got a little... There's not much action in the first one at all. It's, yeah. It's mostly just him walking down the street, <laughs> talking, at, talking at Adrian. About nothing. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like, it is kind of a movie about just a dude being a dude. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really understand a lot of stuff in it either. Because when we get to the end, which I've, I've always liked the ending of the movie, the final mm-hmm. fight, and right. when he wins. And I always get real emotional every time. I think the music helps a lot, but... Mm-hmm. Still, it's one of my favorite scenes ever, just that ending. But other than that, the whole movie kind of confused me. I didn't really get why he was even fighting Creed. I was like, wait, wasn't, how, why is he fighting him? Like, he's just, they, why'd they pick him again? Yeah. Was he a fighter worldwide or what? No, I, after watching the movie a number of times, I've seen it quite a few times now, and uh, it gets better every single time. And this last time I watched it in the past year, it's, like, my favorite in the series now. Well, obviously, I mean, a lot of people would probably pick the first one, but, like, it took a while to grow on me. And, uh, but now I enjoy, like, the whole thing. It's just a really awesome character piece of a really unique character with very, you know, traits you don't really see in other characters, especially Mm -hmm. at that time. Yeah. And, I mean, a lot of it is just Stallone himself, but, you know, at this point now he's just one of my favorite characters. I know so many people who, like, grew up with the movie, though, you know, mm-hmm. at a young age, so I always kind of wonder, I'm like, how, I don't know, when I was younger, I couldn't even get into it, and I was 14, I know people who watched these movies since they were, like, little, little kids, mm-hmm. but, how were you both? I mean, I might have to give it, give it another watch, because, like, you said when you first saw it, you thought it was kind of, like, slow, and, like, eh, that's kind of where I'm at with the first one. I didn't really like it. Like, there were funny parts, but for the most part, it was just rambly and kind of boring until the last, like, 15 minutes when he fought Creed. Um, but yeah, I saw it on Saturday, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Was that the first time you saw it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Creed was the first, like, Rocky franchise movie I ever saw. I saw that last year. And then I didn't watch... Another one until Saturday when we rewatched Creed, then watched Creed two, then watched Rocky, then Sunday we watched Rocky two and I finished it, the rest of it today. So that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Rocky Bender. Like I watched one, two, and three in one day, but it was I didn't have a time limit. You know, yeah. I wasn't like I gotta have a podcast today. I, yeah. I didn't have to be like I have to have an opinion formed. Yeah. I was just watching it and yeah. So you, I know we were talking about it yesterday a little bit, Mm -hmm. you were not sure, or I think I was talking more, like when I was talking to Zach on the phone, and you were talking about Chloe's opinion of Rocky (laughs) 1, and 
So, yeah, I guess, like, what are your thoughts about, like, Rocky Balboa as, like, a person and, like, as, like, as, like, the Italian stallion, like, just, kind of before he's, first, yeah. before just, he's, yeah, in the first, the first one, one, like. In the first one, I, okay, so in the first one, I didn't really like him. I thought he was kind of awkward. Like, I know that's kind of the point. He was mm-hmm. awkward, rambly, like, in the first one, he's really hard to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, as the series goes on, like, <laughs> even in the second one, I like him so much more than in the first one. I just, mm-hmm. the first one's so awkward and kind of boring. I don't know. I'll rewatch it and see if it changes, but. <clears throat> I, yeah, the off, the awkwardness always was a little off-putting to me when I was younger also. Mm-hmm. Just because it felt, like, creepy and mm-hmm. weird. But that was another thing that also grew on me, especially this last time watching it. Especially when he, like, blows up at Mickey towards mm-hmm. the end, you know, right before he becomes his trainer. Mm-hmm. Now that's, like, one of my favorite scenes, but when I used to watch it, I was like, man, he's kind of, I think he's being a bad actor here. Like, he just, Sylvester Stallone's not good at yelling, but, like, watching it again, and maybe, I don't know, maybe he didn't intend it this way, but, like, now I see it as, no, it's this continued awkward character trying to have like you know his big moment and everything but it still mm-hmm. comes across as awkward but it, now it's more real to me like this mm-hmm. is how it, it doesn't come as like overacting or trying to be super dramatic it was like genuine yeah and it's like a lot of people can't pull that off and it makes that scene like way better especially like you know he has this big yelling moment and then he just runs up to him and says sorry i'm like that is just such a Unique, you know, like that is a character I want to hang out with right there. Like someone mm-hmm. like that. There's, I just feel like they totally got like the persona of a real person mm-hmm. down. Like a person like that can actually exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The word they always go back to is, you know, is bum. You know, they always call him a bum. Like Mickey calls him a bum, or he calls himself a bum, or Polly calls him a bum. And like, I don't know, growing up, I never really thought of bum was, like, anything. But Rocky gave so much, like, definition to that word. Like, oh, that kind of a guy is, like, a bum, I guess. Like, he's, like, a, you know... Like, like his whole storyline, he's, he's a he's a lone shark, you know? And... Or at least, like, just a... I don't want to think... Is that what a lone shark is? A guy who collects yeah. debts? Okay. Yeah. 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 He's like, not a hitman, but he's, like, a collector. He's just a collector. He's yeah, supposed to yeah. go beat up people. Yeah. yeah. But... As we see, he never does it. Yeah, yeah. He intimidates... He's just intimidating in general, but, like... Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's it's such an interesting character to, like, develop a movie. Or, and, and, like, he wrote it himself, you know, too, mm-hmm. which is crazy. But, like... Like, the awkwardness to nail it and for it to, to work out in the end. Like, he didn't direct the first one, but it's, like, a perfect storm... Mm-hmm. of weirdness that kind of makes an incredible like timeless movie and like and we were talking a little bit about like you know he invites um adrian into his house and he's kind of he's kind of weird you don't know where it's going especially for the first time watching it like you know like you're like you don't know where this is gonna go and like I'm, i guess i'm interested in your thoughts about it because like i know like as like a guy's thoughts a little bit and i don't know if you guys probably I think the same, but I've, I've always wondered. Like, I wonder what like girls think about this scene. <laughs> so, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, particular part. So, at that point, I kind of thought back to earlier because, like, he was 
the guy who was supposed to beat up people for the loan shark, but mm-hmm. it shows he, he never does. So I think that helped add, like, a gentleness to his character. So mm-hmm. when it did come to that scene, I was like, he's not actually going to hurt her or do anything that she wouldn't be okay with. Because, mm-hmm. like, even though he's this, like, scrappy fighter, like, a bum, whatever, he's still, like, a kind person. And he's still, he, like, he cares about her, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, like... I wasn't too worried that anything weird would happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was a little sketchy when he put his hand on the door. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I still was like, he's this, like, he's not mean mm-hmm. without reason to be. Like, he's mean when he's fighting people, but he's not mean to, like, people that he cares about or something yeah. like that. I don't know. Hey, yo, it was the 70s, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's not creepy. That's just how he's supposed to act. I always thought it was, like, a little, I don't know, like, makes me uncomfortable, but, like I said, last time I watched it, it kind of doesn't anymore, just because you kind of get a better sense of, I don't know. Like, you can trust him? Like, you can trust Rocky? Well, and it's like, a lot of the reason he comes off as so awkward is because Adrian herself is just so quiet and everything, and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, when he's trying to respond to her and everything, and try to, like, Mm -hmm. talk to her, and she obviously... because I could see some people watching it and being like, well, it's, like, obvious that she doesn't want to be there. She just wants to get out of there, like, mm-hmm. help her out. But it's, like, if you watch, like, the whole series and you really get to, like, know her character, and especially if you rewatch the first movie, you get a better sense of, like, what yeah. she is. And you're like, no, you know what? She did want to be there. Mm-hmm. It's just that she's just so quiet. And, I mean, look at her brother. I mean, imagine living with that all the time. I totally <laughs> understand where she's coming from. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and she grows a lot throughout the movies, too. Mm-hmm. I mean... Probably even more than Rocky, because Rocky kind of just, he he learns things, but he never really, <laughs> he never really completely, like, changes his persona or anything. Mm-hmm. Unless we're talking about his speech impediment, which <laughs> seems to get better during Rocky 3, 4, and 5. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> by Rocky, 3 and 4, definitely. And then by 5, he kind of slips back into yeah. being yeah. Rocky again. Mm-hmm. But he got 3 and 4. too many times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I love that movie. I really do like it a lot. Um Sitting for me at four and a half stars. I, I think I don't know what they gave it for stars, but uh, oh, four stars, I guess. I got four stars too. I gave it four. Yeah. My favorite of the franchise for sure. This is the first one? Yeah, this is my first. This is number one in the rankings for me. Just because this is, is the defining movie of Rocky, you know, like. Yeah. You you come across a guy who is he's always been down on his luck. You can tell it's not like it's just had a, a turn of bad events that have brought him down. No, he's like he was born and raised exactly how you find him. You know, like no one has ever expected him to be anything more than that. He's like a loan shark collector, or whatever. And Mickey, you know, he wants Mickey to train him, and he's wanted Mickey to train for a long time, but Mickey's always just been definite no because he's a loan shark or a collector, you know? And then now he gets, like, this one chance, you know? And, like, that's the the other thing that's it's always so weird about this movie is, like, um, and in a way, like, I don't, I wasn't around in the 70s, so I don't know how promoting really was, but, like, Apollo Creed, like, dressing up as, like, like Uncle Sam. <laughs> Uncle Sam and like 
all of that stuff is like so over the top and i'm like i don't was the 70s like that like well, i mean think like wrestling like they're way over the top yeah wrestlers but, are over the top yeah. but that's like yeah but i mean when they did in later in the series when they brought an actual like wrestler in he was way more over the top than rock yeah was. so like i don't know i think he was apollo was just like he's he's been the heavyweight champion for uh, mm-hmm. do they even say how long he was I don't know, probably a while. He was just, like, on top. He was a showboat. Mm-hmm. He was flashy. That was, like, his yeah. thing. And, I mean, he's, like, uh, yeah, and I, it was part of his character. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was dressing up as Uncle Sam and all that stuff because it was the uh, bicentennial of America, yeah, and they mentioned it in the like, the bicentennial <laughs> fight. And the fact that uh, he even mentions at one point something about, you know, he's a believer in the American dream, so he's big into that, but mm-hmm. he thinks he's doing Rocky this huge favor mm-hmm. is the whole point of it. Like, he's thinking, oh, I'm giving this guy the, the favor to be in this ring with me, but, you know, he's going to lose, but it's going to help a lot with his popularity, and he's probably going to end up in bigger fights because of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, Rocky's just kind of on a different wavelength. He doesn't seem to realize that he could get a bunch of fights out of this. He just thinks this is his one shot, and he can't embarrass himself. So mm-hmm. he's just got to do what he's got to do, and the whole thing with going the distance, I mean, that's like, yeah. there's a whole metaphor there, but also, that's just his fighting strategy. Mm-hmm. It's always, And that's what I really like about the Rocky movies, is that, and I never realized this when I was a kid, but they actually do kind of show what everyone's strategy to fighting is, and Rocky's has always been, you know, not making the biggest punches, or you know, doing any cool mm-hmm. maneuvers, it's always been just stay in the fight as long as possible yeah. and just spread out your energy and tire out the other guy. And that's mm-hmm. what he does in pretty much every movie. And except just in this one, he, he loses because, you know, Apollo, you know, it's a judge's decision, so of course. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's like kind of the whole point. Mm-hmm. So when he gets up there and he's being all flashy and everything with, you know, Uncle Sam and everything, it's like that's... And then Rocky just stands where he's like... With his, like, meat jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's promoting the meat company, and he's like, oh, man, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly what he says, but it's something funny. And the whole reason he even picked Rocky was just because he liked the name Italian Stallion. Oh, yeah, Italian Stallion. <laughs> it's the whole reason why Rocky had a shot. Sounds yeah. like a damn monster movie. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a... So I've seen that... I think they've made a movie about it, but Rocky is based off of a... Very, very loosely based off of a true story. Um. Well, I think they. If I'm thinking of it, they even made it like a biopic about the real guy. He Sylvester Stallone. I think never said that. I think he always said, "This is just my story, mm-hmm. and I'm writing it because hey, I want to make a movie." But I mean, for instance, I know Muhammad Ali sued at one point he sued the producers i think he did Hmm. there was some dispute anyway because apollo creed was so apparently similar to muhammad ali with the flashiness and Mm -hmm. apparently even personality wise maybe and uh as far as rocky i could look it up quick um this one says chuck wepner yeah because they made a movie called chuck yeah and it was just like a guy very like unpopular Guy, but he was only known by people because he did weird things, like he boxed a bear, like a live bear or something, and like he did these really small exhibition things, and then he had like one big exhibition or something like that, and then he got a little bit of fame. But he was like 
a drunk and all kinds of stuff. I heard. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it, but... Oh, yeah, and it says right here, um, Chuck cemented his enduring legacy with the one-two combination of a 15-round fight against Muhammad Ali, so that oh, fits in really so well. Oh, so he fought. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so that's probably what they get it from. But, huh. yes, it's not definitely not the same story, but it's... No, this says it's... It's very, very loosely, like, mm-hmm. derived from that. Yeah. Inspiration. I want to see Rocky fight a bear. <laughs> yeah. No. That would have been probably in Rocky 2 or something. Yeah, yeah what other oh my gosh, yeah. Three? We'll get there <laughs> once they get... Oh, I, I hope they, they're going to bring back Thunderlips, yeah. son, of course. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thunderlips. No, they're going to bring back Polly's robot. Ugh. I was right. thinking they would have that in like at least the background of Creed Two. But are you serious? Yeah, I will. No, I would have. That would have dropped it down so many stars for me. <laughs> Come on. There was there there was a comment or a a thing on Letterbox about Creed Two. Oh like, yeah. Bring back Polly's robot. Robot, you coward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it's funny that every review I've seen of that movie has brought up the robot, so, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, if they would have just had it at least in the background of, like, Rocky's house, or just somewhere. Some kind of an Easter egg, just... It should have been the end credit scene where Rocky and Creed, you know, like, Creed's like, Rocky, come on, I'll, I want to thank you for everything you've done for me, is there anything I can get? He's like, well, there is one thing, and they go buy back, <laughs> like, the robot, wow. and then he just, he puts in Adrian's, like, the restaurant, and has him be a server, like, hey, yo, <laughs> oh, works good now. They should have just made Polly's gravestone. Yeah, I was thinking of it, like, next to Polly's grave is just the head of the robot. I mean, <laughs> that was a significant other by the end of that movie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We can move on. But yeah. Uh, uh, Rocky 2. Rocky 2. Oh, so what's you guys' rankings? For me, it's number one. It's number one. Oh, for me, uh, it is. Sorry. Zach, you said three? I said three. Okay. It's number five. Five? Wow. It's low. Wah, wah. That's really like. That's lower than I thought, but. There are a lot of good Rocky movies. Depends on what's <laughs> the top four, so we'll see. <laughs> Rocky Five's number one. <laughs> oh my god. Rocky I shouldn't even Five is one through four. <laughs> Um, we can move on to Rocky 2, though, which, immediately, when I want to say, it's got, like, the most underrated piece of music throughout the entire series. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the beginning song that they use. It's, like, the... the dun, 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 ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-
That was one, I think that's the only plot hole, really, but that... Was that a plot hole? Well, just because he said in the first movie, and then they even show it in the recap of the first movie, mm-hmm. it could be no rematch. Mm-hmm. They rematch right away. But, I, you know, I guess I kind of get that. Like, I'm, I'm like that, where I think of one thing, and then like ten minutes later, I'm like, you know what, no, you know what? <laughs> Well, yeah, and he's delirious. He just got punched to death for 15 well, yeah. rounds. Like, I think that know. also shows, like, Apollo's character, too. Like, he was so cocky. He was like, oh, there, there's not going to be a rematch. You're not going to fight me again. <laughs> and then after he he lost, but he won, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, we're going to rematch. He, like, cleared his head so and it's he like, thought about it. Yeah, I think that's just, like, a character thing. Like, he, he needs to show that he's going to beat him again. Which I like in this one that... They do go into Creed a lot about how he's been handling that win and how he just feels like he didn't really win yeah. and he's like ticked off about it. And I mean, that's it's, that's a kind of macho ness that I don't really relate to. Or, but you know, like I totally get where he's like coming from, where he's like, no, I need to fight again because I didn't actually win mm-hmm. and I need to actually win this. And that's like a theme that like runs through like the entire series and mm-hmm. yeah, just of gotta really prove yourself. Um, Rocky 2 is the one where they get married mm-hmm. and where the baby gets born mm-hmm. and where she suddenly what is she she goes in the hospital I don't even really get what happens she goes oh, in the there's hospital complications with the baby, was right? hemorrhaging um, from stress and the baby was a month premature and because of the blood loss she went into a coma oh that was, mm-hmm. it was a coma mm-hmm. always convenient coma <laughs> yep but um this is also the one the first one in the series that introduces any kind of problems that Rocky's having because other movies bring it up like the fifth one brings up how he's having brain damage basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know other movies there's other complications but this is the first one where like you know, even Mickey goes up to him and like slaps him in the face. He's like, "See, you didn't cut. See that coming at all?" Because mm-hmm. he can't see in like his left or anyway his right eye. It was mm-hmm. one or the other. I think it was right. Yeah, and then you gotta like work with him on that too. Mm-hmm. So like, there's I just it was weird that they didn't really bring it up much after this one. Though. They do that a lot because even in Rocky Five, they're like, "You got brain damage." The sixth one, Rocky Balboa, never bring it up, mm-hmm. the, even though it's like. Mm-hmm. Stallone said in some interviews, he's like, well, uh, it's a form of brain damage that wasn't permanent. And I was like, But oh. in Rocky Five, they <laughs> say the damage is irreversible. He said that doctor didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> well, Doctors then, can yeah, be wrong. Because Rock, Rocky Balboa, they say, yeah, you passed every test with flying colors. Like, so he gets his license back. So, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm okay with it, but it's... I'm fine with it, too, but that is kind of a problem. Mm -hmm. Like, when you get to the third one where he's, like, super popular, and Mm -hmm. it's like, what happened to your eye, man? Like, is that just (laughs) not a problem anymore? Um, This this fight, I mean, it's not as good as the first one, but it's still just as emotional, especially when he does win. Mm -hmm. You're just happy for him. Mm -hmm. In a lot of ways, this is, like, a repeat of the first movie. But it's like got a different ending. You're like happy at the end. They're like, oh, yeah, you mm-hmm. finally won. Mm-hmm. I like it because it has a lot more happens in this movie. Mm-hmm. They up the stakes for yeah. it, you know. Yeah. And I think it's a lot more like I have little notes. It's a lot more emotionally engaging, I thought, than the first one. Like 
I was laying in my bed with my headphones and watching this one, and like I cried three different times. In the really? Movie. Yeah. In Rocky too. It was so good. What is sad when he only he has the baby alone and Adrian's in the coma and he's just like. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't see he the doesn't baby. See the baby that's what it was. Up. Yeah. Well, they knew it was something sad, but that's what it was. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't see the baby until she mm-hmm. wakes up. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> but. I just I thought this one was way more entertaining mm-hmm. than the first one. The dialogue was better. His rambling wasn't. <laughs> I liked it more in this one. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It just was better, a lot better. It's definitely. Oh, go on. No, I was just gonna say I like this one a lot. It had a lot more like comedic moments. I feel mm-hmm. like, and a lot more oh. sad moments too. I also really liked how Rocky got blessed before the fight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, I like how uh, he he finally gets some money. And he does exactly what you would expect a guy mm-hmm. like that to do. He just starts spending it, doesn't really pay attention. Buys and then his he... jacket with a tiger on the back. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly he, what he anyone would do. He just buys this ridiculous stuff, and he keeps stopping at stores and <laughs> buys this car that, obviously, he doesn't know how to drive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he's got to start doing, like, advertising. Oh, yeah. The, and... the cologne commercial. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that was probably the first instance ever of where you know, the American people were able to see what it's like for people to actually make those kind of ads with, like, celebrities. Because, mm-hmm. like, Rocky's there, and he's just like, man, he doesn't get the product or what he's there for, and he's like, why? Why do we have to be in, like, a jungle set? And he just doesn't get it. And I was like, you know, they probably had, like, ads like that all the time, and they still do. Mm-hmm. But that was probably the first time someone actually pointed out, that's kind of weird, this whole thing. <laughs> like, like, like he, has, he has to read the card, and it's like... It smells manly. It's like, it smell manly. You think it smells manly? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think it smells manly. Yeah, he's just—he's the most real guy yeah. you'll get. Yeah. Uh, but with Rocky too, I—I I, I don't know. It's like it's just a solid continuation. Mm-hmm. And you know, if there had to be another Rocky, I mean, granted, with the first one, I would have probably been fine if they would have had no other sequel. Except for really, you know, now that they have Creed, I was like, oh yeah, I mean, you kind of need all the other movies on, but like, Creed's really the only sequel where I was like, that really seemed like it was needed, mm-hmm. but Rocky Two is like, it's worth it, just if you want to see, you know, the year after that fight, and just kind of see what mm-hmm. happened afterwards, and see him win, mm-hmm. and that's good too. I don't know, did they ever really plan on doing more sequels after that? Because that feels like such a definitive end to it all. Rocky Two. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, Sylvester Stallone wrote and directed this one, and so I guess he, depending on how that one went, he probably you know afterwards if it was a success, which it was, he probably had dollar signs in his eyes and like let's <laughs> the, keep going. You know, producers did. How three feels too. Kind of yeah, like a extremely cash grab. Oh, we'll fight Mr. T, another really popular yeah. like big guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is amazing, like, just Rocky Two. I think, does the most repeating of all the movies, but it's still, like, I think it is my favorite, it's my favorite of all the sequels, even if, like, a lot of it is the same as Rocky, it still at least changes up enough things, and yeah, like you said, it adds more stakes to it all, and there is, there is more to it in a way where it's less of a character piece and more of a 
you don't know, he's got some like real challenging issues with all these mm-hmm. other characters that are in his life. But um, I got I got Rocky Two as like you know my third favorite. I think I gave it three and a half stars. This is also my third favorite at three and a half stars. It's my second favorite at four and a half stars. Four and a half. It's my first favorite. My first favorite. It. <laughs> it just seems like a. I mean, it it's an obvious continuation of the first one, but mm-hmm. it just seems like us also a smoother version of the first one, like mm-hmm. dialogue wise, like writing wise, just seems. I, don't, I like it better. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I gotta see. Does he get Bupkiss in this one or the second one? Or f- first one. one or second one? Is second the second one, one he gets Bupkiss? Because he has money yeah. to pay for him now? Okay. Well, Adrian gets him. From the pet store? Or is it not the pet store? Bupkiss is from the pet store. Okay. But he, did, he gets it in the second one, not the first one. I think so. Sure. I can't remember. I thought it was the first one. You just saw him. In this podcast, we will talk about the history of Bupkis and where he came <laughs> hey, from. Hey, Bupkis! We'll a fair question at the end. Where do you <laughs> think Bupkis came from? I remember being on the bed after they got married. He's like, well, I remember down. when... He, I, I remember the scene when, like, Adrian, like, brings him to him, but I mm-hmm. don't remember which movie. If it's, like, the end of... It won't be the end of the first one. It has to be the second mm-hmm. one. This one's my favorite Carl Weathers one, I think. Uh, maybe four. We'll get to that. Yeah, probably this one's my favorite <laughs> one with Carl Weathers, at least. But I like uh, my favorite scene in the entire movie is when he goes up and they're getting that apartment and he looks at those numbers and he's like, hey, these almost add up to nine. I really like that. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> this guy. It's such a random thing to say, but I was like, that is amazing. Oh, going, going back to one for a second, I just love his like little passing, like, Passing the meat in the meat cooler, just saying move, or like yeah. going up to light switch, <laughs> switching it up, saying click. Yeah, I love that about him so much, though. Like he's that's so like quirky. That's why I, I you it, he's the guy that you want to win. Yeah, you don't care what he does, you just want him to win at it. You know, you look at him, you're like that guy deserves <sighs> to be a millionaire. Yeah, it's like he doesn't deserve it, but just because of that, he deserves it so much more. And like, yeah, man. But we can move on to the uh, third one in the series mm-hmm. now. I mean, should I be playing Eye of the Tiger right now? Mm-hmm. Except that would be getting copyright flags up the wazoo for playing it. Probably. Even though I don't. I don't we can think. sing it off key. <laughs> 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 Rising up. Back on the street. Did my time. Took my. Rocky Three has the best opening like montage of all time. That's my favorite montage in the entire series. Is that opening part mm-hmm. where they're playing the theme song and they're, you know, Rocky's finally like famous and everything. But then mm-hmm. meanwhile, you have uh, the other guy, Mr. T. Clubber Lang, who is training because he's just preparing and he's like, "I'm gonna take down, I'm gonna take you down, my boy." Mm-hmm. And Clubber Lang was like the first one in the in the series where he's like an actual villain. Where he's yeah. like, he's there for no other reason than to take Rocky down. Yeah. And there's nothing else to his character. Do we even get, because in the first two movies, with Carl Weathers, we get scenes where we get just him talking about the fight. Mm-hmm. And talking about how it's affecting him. Do we get that at all with Clever Lang? Is there ever a scene where it's like... If it's just him, he's always... Like, I know there's one right before the fight, he's in the locker room, and the press is trying to talk to him, and he's like, go away, I don't want to talk. He's like, I'll talk in the ring. Like, he doesn't really... <laughs> 
other than like I'm gonna kick Rocky's butt. <laughs> yeah, never on his own. Like, doesn't he go up to like his award ceremony and he's like, he's yelling at Rocky and he's like yelling at Adrian, saying he's like, I'll show you what a real man's like and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. getting real up. You I really don't like him. <laughs> yeah. But he's only doing it to get Rocky to like to fight him because Rocky doesn't mm-hmm. want Rocky to. Was yeah. But I do like how they bring up the whole like yeah you've only been fighting like weekend people like mm-hmm. you've been you know racking up wins on these low level fighters and that's something that they continue to bring up like they bring it up a lot in Rocky Five um, or more more so in in Rocky Balboa. But then they even do that in Creed too. I noticed they they bring it back to that. Like, who who are you really fighting? Are you really fighting a, a Rocky level guy or not? So, yeah, that's about the extent of what I like about Rocky Three. <laughs> that yeah. and then it's a little emotional when, when you know the I guess the biggest spoiler Mick yeah. dying. Um, but uh, other than that, I really don't like Rocky Three. <laughs> Like, I haven't seen Rocky Three since I was probably 12. It's the least memorable to me. Mm-hmm. Like, Mickey, obviously, is the most memorable thing of that movie. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, what about Mr. T's well, earrings? Mr. Yeah. T's... He's got Mr. that T. all the time. In the A-Team show, like, <laughs> yeah, it's he's, he's still got... He looks identical to himself in the A-Team. <laughs> like, literally... <laughs> grab Mr. T and it's like, hey, like they grab him off the side. Yeah, of A-Team. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you just want to get real pissed off quick and then act with... You, you remember that Rocky movie that came out a couple years ago? Yeah. Okay, well, you're going to be the bad guy, okay? Just really just like four or five scenes and then you're, you're good. Okay. No, I wasn't sure, but A-Team actually did come out after... Rocky 2. So oh, really? Rocky 3. So I wonder if... Wait, uh, it came out after Rocky It did. Yeah, I thought... Wow. What year did Rocky 3 come out? Rocky 3 came out in 82, and 18 eight. didn't start till 83. Oh, I, I just thought, looked I thought 18 was like 79. I thought it was early 80s. I mean, that is still, but I I thought the same thing. I thought he got picked up because of the show. Maybe he got on like the I, show because of I Rocky 3. I thought it was 3. like same time around as like MASH and stuff. Yeah, it kind of mm-hmm. was, but I guess, yeah, it was close. But I never knew that. I thought Rocky 3 came out after. I thought the same yeah, thing. Yeah, how did he become famous for that look then? But do you think it was just from Rocky Three? It couldn't have been just. I mean, Rocky he was III. famous before that, but for what? what did, did he do we do know of? Uh, he was I, an actual I, boxer. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Well, I don't think he was a. Maybe. No, I have no idea. His real name was Clubber Lang. Oh, so he, <laughs> like, he was a wrestler. Oh. Oh, he was. Yeah. Dang. Makes sense. As to why he got. In That's Rocky why he's III. so flashy. Mm-hmm. I should look up why he got in Rocky Three. Uh, it doesn't. I don't think it really okay. Um, hmm. No, nah, it doesn't really say. Well, it'd be interesting to hear that story. Yeah, for the listener at home, if you know something about Mr. T's origin, <laughs> then uh, why don't you leave us a little comment telling us the origin story <laughs> of <laughs> Clubber Lang and Mr. or T Mr. T. Yeah, let us know. Give us a name. We'll, see, it's we'll have him on the podcast like sometime. <laughs> Mr. T, like if you're listening... Wait, is he dead? Is he alive? No, he's alive. Mr. T, if, if you're listening to this... He's on Death Stars. You're uh, welcome to uh, come on our podcast and discuss your origin story with us. Now picture this. Mr. T. Oh, you know what? Season, actually, like, eight of Dancing with the Stars. Here we go. In 1980, Mr. T was spotted by Sylvester Stallone while taking part in NBC's America's Toughest Bouncer competition, which was a segment of NBC's Games People Play. <laughs> Although his role in Rocky Three was originally intended for just a few lines, Mr. T was eventually cast as Clubber Lang, the main protagonist.
antagonist. You know, the antagonist. His catchphrase. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> the movie's way different than I remember. <laughs> comes from the film. When asked if he hates Rocky, Lang replies, "No, I don't hate Obama." Obama. Obama. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's way ahead of his time. <laughs> no, I don't hate Balboa. But I pity the fool. I just, I scrambled oh, I pity all the fool. those yeah, yeah. words. Oh, yeah, I um, heard that. And I was like, that's like his iconic line. Yeah. Subsequently, after losing out on the role of the title character's mentor in The Beastmaster, Mr. T appeared in another boxing film, Penitentiary to uh, blah, blah, blah. So that's kind of hmm. why he was in Rocky Three. then, I guess. Okay. So it wasn't because he was famous. Stallone just saw him. And he was like, that guy would be perfect. <laughs> Gave him a chance, just like Robbie. Mohawk feather earrings. You want to be in my movie? <laughs> yeah, that's really. I'll random. be in the movie because <laughs> then he became like Mr. T. Like alone was like popular in the eighties. Like he was like oh, yeah. his own like franchise. They yeah. made like lunchboxes of Mr. T, mm-hmm. which is weird. I feel like that was after eighteen. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but like this movie, too. combination it's, of it, this, yeah, this movie that's like The Rock. Popular. You know, he's in Jumanji, but yeah. he's also in. Game plan. Yeah, and he started <laughs> as a wrestler too. So yeah, started like, as a wrestler. Yeah. Huh. Well. I feel bad because I don't really have much more to say about the movie. Yeah, I have way more bad things to say about it than good. <laughs> I, it's it's still not a horrible movie. Like for an eighties movie, it's a very very eighties movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, man, yeah, Rocky's demeanor completely changes in this one. Oh, He's yeah. no longer the cool um, and like awkward. Likeable, like, he's no. still likable, but now he's just an average Joe. He's not like the well, that and he has money now. Well, he lives so in a mansion. Like, he's yeah. such a sellout in yep. this one. Yeah, and that's and like the point. Very... This one, Adrian starts to become less awkward, also, and she's like just more normal, and she's not as you know. I liked that they were like this weird, awkward power couple, <laughs> and now it's just like, oh, no, you're just normal. And that, yeah. and then I feel like white couple. A major jerk in this one too. Yeah, that's it's super. The opening, I know, the opening sequence is, like, one of my favorites, just because it's, it had me, I'm like, oh, this is going to be so dark, like, I'm excited for this Rocky movie, because he's, like, all pissed and drunk and throws the bottle at the, at the Rocky pinball machine, and then that's, you never see that again, like, you never get that tone the rest of the movie, like, a little bit, it's a little bit darker when Mickey dies, and then never again, like, it's just... He's just, like, passive-aggressively yeah. racist when they go to Apollo's gym. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's no class here. Like, yeah. Apollo, stop. Yeah. And going forward to, like, Creed 2 for a minute, like, I feel like Rocky saw the road that Creed was going down, like, being so cocky and stuff, and becoming that, like, spoiled, like, rich person, like, he... Becoming like, Rocky 3? Yeah, like, <laughs> Rock, like how Rocky yeah. was, like... Well, that happened to Rocky in Rocky 3, and yeah, it kind of happened to Apollo in Rocky 4. Like, he got super cocky, and Again, then yeah. he died. Because in Rocky... I mean, we're, we're kind of getting right into Rocky 4 right now, but he's... he's uh, he knows that, like, and he's he's cool with it. That like, I didn't want. Right, to I just had to say, Justin just left the room so he could open up a <laughs> a pack of crackers. Hungry, right? <laughs> it was good. It was good. Um, but Rocky Four, like it kind of comes out of Rocky Three, like like Apollo Creed, like he was crazy cocky in one and two, and then became humble enough to train. Rocky mm-hmm. in three, and then he's like, "Hey, I know you're the best and all. We're best buds, but like, come on, I need this is my shot to like kind of get back on your level, man. Like, let me fight. You know, what's his face? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, it's it's the if Rocky's demeanor doesn't didn't change so much, and then if Adrian's demeanor didn't change so much, I don't mind the rich part. I just hate that their their demeanor changes. Yeah. They do become and kind of boring. After this yeah. one, I don't like Polly and I don't like Adrian at mm-hmm. all for the rest of like the Rocky yep. movies. Yep, same. Mm-hmm. And then the final uh, qualm I have is Polly's robot. <laughs> It's just the most... Huh? You don't like Polly's robot? I do not like Polly's robot. I love Polly's robot. I don't like that he's dating the robot. Uh, It's so... (laughs) I like it. Like, uh, it's too 80s for this franchise. I love everything about it. I love cheese in movies. Yeah, but not in the Rocky movies. Because, like, I didn't watch them growing up, and then watching them now, one and two, I'm like, oh my gosh, these are so much more classy. Like, these aren't all cheesy. And then three, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, they can, went they went the very direction I was scared of. I can, um, so, I can like, disassociate yeah. Polly from, like, Rocky's storyline, though, and just kind of. let Polly have his robot. But then you get to, like, Rocky Balboa, <laughs> and so much of that movie is based around Polly being, like, aged. And then, and you're like, yeah, I feel for him. But then I remember he had a robot. Like, <laughs> it just ruins... Rocky Balboa. Anyway. We'll get the... Yeah. One more thing about Rocky 3. The training montage with Rocky and Apollo. Mm -hmm. The weird gay hug. The bro hug? Yeah. (laughs) I don't think it's weird, but it is like... You know? I don't know. I like it, I guess. (laughs) That's just one of the other things that like really stood out to me. Yeah. I, I haven't seen this in a long time. I'll say this about that part. Is that... For much as there was some, you know, because this was the 80s, mm-hmm. there was this big kind of scare of gay people because AIDS was going on. Oh, no. There was a Republican administration. And for all of that, right. Right. it's amazing just how many gay innuendos are in 80s movies <laughs> because, my God, that, like, part there, yeah, it's like, it's, it's like, because you just think of all the guys, think of the guys who typically like Rocky. Like, think of those guys for a second. And think of them going to the theater and, like, seeing that. And they're just like, and you're just sitting there across the room, like... Because, you know, those are the same guys who are like, you know, you know, screw the gays, whatever. But they'll see that scene and they're just like, yeah, that's macho. And I'm like, that is not macho. Like, In the 80s, it was, I think. Like, it's weird, though. Because there's so much, like... Like, the very end of that movie is him and Apollo, like... Running across the beach in short shorts, like booty shorts, you know, like yellow and, and that's red like, shorts. and I'm like, wow, this movie is so 80s, <laughs> but like at the same time, I'm like, you know, I'm glad that they had this, <laughs> you know, yeah. that this is Felt that very... this was, you know, like Rocky's movie, like this was the thing in the 80s, like that probably was normal, Felt you know, like I don't, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> the music and the, the yeah, the colors of it all, but like it's, yeah, I guess I don't. I never feel weird when I watch 80s movies. I feel weird when Marty McFly kisses his mom. But I, wasn't I, don't weird, I wasn't feel... weirded out about it. It's just one of the things that stood out to me. I just yeah. pointed out because it's like you got to think of the people who were watching it mm-hmm. in the 80s yeah. Yeah, who probably liked it. And yeah. they have all this stuff. And I'm like, why do you ignore that? But other movies have it. Mm-hmm. And Marty didn't kiss his mom. His mom kissed him. I know. <laughs> I know. Defending Marty once again. <laughs> but, uh, Did he like it? We'll never know. You know, Rocky 3 is number 6 for me. But like I said, the, the biggest worth for it is the fact that he... Oh becomes friends with Creed and that and that is important to the franchise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Rocky, you know Yeah. Rocky Creed is also number six for me. 
It's number seven for me. This is out of eight, including yeah. the creeds, we should say. Number six for me. Six. Right. Triple six and seven. Well, now we, <laughs> we move on to Rocky Four. Mm-hmm. This is, it just gets nuts by the, you know, we didn't even talk about Rocky Three was Thunderlips, because yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true, Thunderlips. Hulk Hogan was in the movie, which. That was Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, some random quick cameo, but, you know, boxing for some reason became a big thing in the oh, 80s also. Maybe that was because of Rocky, and wrestling did too. But he, it's weird that Hulk Hogan's in the movie, but they still gave him a different name, even though he's not in the movie really. But they still decided we're going to call him Thunderlips instead of Hulk Hogan. I'm like, you could, whatever, <laughs> just do what you want. But we can move on now to Rocky Four. I can just picture like uh, Sylvester so Stallone in the writing room, and they're like, "Oh, so you're going to fight Hulk Hogan?" He's like, "Well." I don't know. That's like a brand. We'll, maybe we'll just call him like uh, Thunderlips. Or... <laughs> <laughs> call him the actual Hulk Hogan. If we name him Thunderlips, we own the rights to the character. Then. <laughs> Out of any body part to add thunder to, <laughs> they went with lips. Thunder thighs, uh, thunder, yeah. thunder, thunder nose. <laughs> yeah, they could have went with yeah anything thunder, and they went with lips. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Rocky Four. The, uh, you know, I will say this uh, right off the bat. This is my least favorite of the franchise. Really? But I wow. still, I love this movie. I will honestly probably pop this movie in before a lot of other Rocky movies. But it mm-hmm. is my like, I. It's not. I don't think it's a good movie. So you think it's the least good, or is it least favorite? Because if it's, you put it in a lot, it's not your least favorite. Well, it's it's the least good. It's my bottom of all of them because I think all the other movies have better stuff to them and they're better written. But Rocky Four is like, if someone needed to do that as like an art project, you know, make a movie that defines how '80s movies <laughs> were edited and mm. created and what kind of stuff they had in them. Rocky Four is what you would get. Because it has everything. It has boxing. It has Stallone. It has... Polly's robot. robots. Robots. <laughs> Just in one little part, but yeah. It has. <laughs> there's less robot than Rocky Three, but there's still there. Montages, and it has, you know, just... Russians. Yeah, and, yeah right. That's, <laughs> the thing. That's the biggest part about it. It's yeah. also, it's about yeah. the Soviet Union versus, you know, you know, because there was a, quite a few moments in... The 80s, where we finally had wins against those did, damn Soviets. Did Red Dawn come up before this? I have no idea. No. Um, I'll look it up while you guys are talking. But, you know, like, one of the big wins against the Soviets during the 80s. It's right at the beginning, you know, with the Miracle on Ice. But I think more people know about the win Rocky had against Ivan Drago in Rocky oh, yeah. Four. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we, we showed those Russians, you know, and only a couple of years later, the Cold War ended. So, mm-hmm. what does that mean for... <laughs> yeah. Red Dawn came out one year before. Yeah, Rocky so Four. That hyped everyone up even yeah. more. Though. He's gonna fight a Russian. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be good. Well, then let me check Rambo. Uh, Rambo Three also was. Is that Russians too? Russians. Mm-hmm. It was in Afghanistan, but it was ran by Russians. That was 1988, so it's still a little bit after. But <laughs> so Stallone just puts his mind to something, and then. You know, just makes several movies about that subject, mm-hmm. and he keeps going. But uh, Rocky Four, the only thing that really bothers me about it is that the whole movie is like montages 
that there isn't really much going on. There is a lot of montages right? in the movie. <laughs> but what's weird is that it's like the most important one in the entire franchise. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't at the time. At the time, it was like, oh, it's just another one. They did a ballsy thing by getting rid of Creed. Mm-hmm. But really, now with the new movies, I'm like, this is like the quintessential Rocky movie. Like, yeah. this has everything mm-hmm. in order for you to really even care about Creed. And maybe that's, or, and maybe that's why they're doing it. Right? Like, just to make them all relevant, you know? They're secretly trying to make uh, Rocky for the best and most important one in the franchise. <laughs> Which I'm fine with. I'm just saying, like, it is. I think it is the, like... Because I wouldn't say there's a worst one. I like them all, but this one is, like, not put together well. Like, mm-hmm. you could tell they were really running out of steam and ideas, but they were like, we could kill Creed still, and we can fight the Russians, and that's, like, really it. And that is kind of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. But it's still, everything in it, you can tell it's by Stallone. Even that robot, that is a Stallone idea. He <laughs> wanted the robot in the yep. movie because his son... Uh, really enjoys the robot in like real life so then he got the idea to put the robot I guess it's like his son had autism or something Mm. but something about the robot really like soothed him and calmed him down and something like that so Stallone really appreciated that so then he was like you know I'm gonna put this robot in the movie and then my son will love it was it the size of a human though yeah it's the (laughs) same actual His son had a robot that's well, the I don't size know. His of His son a man. didn't have the robot, I don't think, but they. Larger they, than a man. The, rob, the robot was somewhere, and then he wanted the robot in the movie because yeah. he knew his son would love it. So that's why he did I it. I mean, I appreciate that fact. Yeah. It's just crazy that, like, yeah, my son has a giant ass robot. <laughs> <laughs> we have the robot take care of the kid now? Yeah. Um, but I. This is once again another uh, super villain of a boxer. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't even know if I'd call him better than Clubber Lang because Clubber Lang, you know, he had the comebacks and he had like he was just like an angry dude and he was really out there trying to prove a point. But yeah, then, he didn't need a government backing him <laughs> or he didn't need a juice or anything. Well, I feel like Drago is still like one of the most iconic Rocky villains, probably more than Clubber Lang. Even though no, Clubber is. Lang is Mr. T, which he's famous for being just Mr. T, but like. Drago is Drago. No, and that's what I mean. Like, it's weird that he is probably more popular, which is weird. Yeah. It's probably because he's way stronger, and he is... He actually killed someone. Yeah. He, he kind of had no remorse about it. He's like, well, I mean, he Clever dies, Lang, dies. I mean, <laughs> Clever Lang killed Mick, kind of. I mean, he, like, shoved him and... <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess, kind of. But, but, like, yeah, but this Drago had no like, remorse. Like, yeah. He was, like, Terminator robot killing machine. That's the thing, yeah. And that, and another Terminator. 80s thing like to compare to, like he was the Terminator, basically. I mean, right. Dolph Lundgren like was a big deal too by then. Yeah. Like I, oh yeah, he right after I watched 80s. Rocky Four, I went and bought the the 80s Punisher movie with Dolph Lundgren, <laughs> and he looks a little bit older in it. I'm not sure when it came out, after, but yeah, so he is older. But yeah, As, other than that, it's the only two Dolph Lundgren movies I've seen, and I saw the trailer for that one. The Little Tokyo, whatever. Um, I like that Punisher movie, actually. I don't think I've seen it. It's not very Punisher, but it's, no. it's a fun movie. It's, it's good as like an action movie, yeah. but if you think of it, like this is the definitive Punisher. It's like no. Rambo <laughs> in the city, basically. It's it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. I don't know. I like it, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen it twice, so what does that say? But, what does that say? <laughs> Rocky Four. Um, yeah, it's... 
just a lot of montages, but so many memorable moments in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So many, like, you know, it doesn't have, uh, it doesn't have the same, because I think everyone knows the Rocky theme, and everybody knows mm-hmm. I Have the Tiger, but there's still, like, good songs in Rocky Four. like, mm-hmm. there's no easy way out, yeah. bam, bam, da, da, yeah. da, like, it's still good. I think it was all done by Survivor, also, which is <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and... I don't know if you guys felt this way, but I was more sad about Apollo dying than Nick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rocky, uh, uh, Creed dying is probably, like, I think the saddest of... I'm trying to think of all the other deaths they've done, but that's probably, like, not for me, the saddest. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, it's on screen, mm-hmm. and it just happens so quick, and you kind of don't expect it. Because none of the other fights ended that way where someone, like, dies. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you, you kind of thought, oh, he's going to get beat and mangled, and maybe he'll get paralyzed, and then that's when Rocky gets his revenge. No, it's like, no, he just dies. And that's the end. I'm like, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, they were pumping out these movies every three years. You think, well, maybe we want to keep him around. Oh, they just killed him. And I was like, that. that is kind of one thing you appreciate about the Rocky franchise, is that I think they do take chances with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, every movie is kind of just another piece of the puzzle, and they always at least try to do something different with the next one. Mm-hmm. Even though Rocky Four, I think, is the one where they probably do the least amount differently. But there's really? just so much to like love about it. I thought the th- I mean, if you go from one to two, like one to two are like some of the best ones, but they are very similar in terms of like the same movie. Like it's the same villain. And, or not same villain, same fight, you know? Yeah. It's the same training. It's just slightly different motivations, but it's yeah. very slight. I, I guess but that's that's kind of given, though, too, I think. Yeah. But going from three... I don't know, going from three to four to five, like, those three in a row are all very drastically different from each other. Mm. So, and that's where I give writing credit to Sylvester Stallone, as, like, coming from being an amateur writer... To just all of a sudden, like, coming up with the story, like, it's kind of like, almost like creep, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like, man, it's, it's a little bit of lightning in a bottle. And uh, I appreciate it for that fact. I, I really do like Rocky mm-hmm. Four Because I think I, I had the most, like, I'm not the most patriotic guy around. <laughs> um, but in that movie, I was like, man, this is a, a fun movie to mm-hmm. watch. Like... This would be pretty sweet to watch in the 80s. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I think you definitely felt way more emotional about Apollo Creed dying. Mm -hmm. Um, And when Rocky decided to fight, then he's, like, talking with Adrian. Adrian's like, you said you wouldn't fight. And he's like, I have to. And then Adrian goes to Russia with him to train. I was like, oh, man, that's cool. She's, like, on his side, you know. And then, like, yeah, at the end of the fight, he gives, like, this monologue, you know. Which is kind of cheesy, but at the same time, like, eh, I can buy it. I can buy it, you know? <laughs> buy him saying that. You know? Because it's, like, only in there because of the Cold War. Like, mm. if if it was, like, a made-up, you know, like, if someone added in, like, this fake war that's going on in the background, like, you wouldn't have put that in there. But Rocky's, like, or Selish just alone. He was writing it, like, he's, like, yeah, I gotta do something <laughs> to try and end this, you right, know? Yeah. And then he just, he wrote it like he was single-handedly ending the Cold yeah. War. <laughs> and I'm, like, yeah, I appreciate him just for trying. <laughs> Whether it, he nailed it or not, like, yeah. I like that it's there. <laughs> so, what, yeah. What did Chloe think of it? Would you? I mean, I liked it. I didn't like it 
as much as, like I liked it a little bit less than, um, I guess it's, it sits right in the middle of my list. So like, it was good. Um, I wasn't as emotional about Apollo Creed's death, but I think that's because I knew it was going to happen before I even saw the movie, because I saw Creed mm. 2 before oh, I yeah. saw Rocky 4. So, and like, Mick's death was more emotional, because I had no idea that was coming. Like, he died, and I was mm-hmm. like, he's not dead. Mick? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But with Apollo... You don't like, really know with Rocky 3, like, is he dead? Yeah. With Apollo, I knew that when he fought Drago, he was going to die. Because so. it's so early on, like... Yeah, well, in that, it, from they Creed, say it in yeah. Creed 2, so... Um, but yeah, it was good. Um, they say chump so many times. The word chump? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I would have counted, because it's probably in, like, the 50s. <laughs> Not even kidding. Um, and then I noticed, this one, I noticed it the most, like, kind of a common theme, is, like, the more grand of an entrance you have, the worse you're gonna lose, basically. And, like, in this one, Apollo had... <laughs> Only <most> in America. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. He dons the... the he dons the Uncle Sam outfit again. <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah. Ugh. That is amazing. Because you think... You watch that, and you just see all that just bombastic crap going on. Yeah. And you, it's, like, five minutes later, Creed is dead. Poor guy. five-minute intro, and then it's, like, a really quick fight scene, and he's... Dead. That might be the most drastic, like, emotional turn that any movie has ever yeah. taken. Yeah. Where it's like, where you're just having a good time, and then it's just like, <laughs> you don't yeah. even know what you yeah. can't even catch yourself. Didn't he die in, like, the second round, too? Like, yeah, he died, like, right away, yeah. It's yeah, I think like, it's the second round. It's just like, it's over. Because <laughs> he told Rocky, like, don't, don't end the fight. Don't end the fight don't no matter what. Don't end the fight. And then, like, Rocky had the towel in his hand. He didn't throw it. Mm-hmm. Man. Would you guys throw in the towel for me? No. <laughs> we got one note from Zach. <laughs> Depends. Yeah. Depends. <laughs> this movie is uh, number five for me. Um, and it's at three and a half stars. But I do like it a lot. So it's at number five. This one's at number four for me and it's at four stars. It's at number five for me and I have four stars. Hmm. It's uh, number eight for me. I gave it five stars. I gave it two and a half, but I feel like it's more of a three star movie. Like maybe I was just being a real grouch that day. Yeah, I'm real surprised. I'll be honest. (laughs) Uh, I'll I'll probably watch it. I like I said, I'll I'll watch it again and love it Mm because it used to be like my second favorite in the franchise. Really? (laughs) And then it just went all the way down. But it's it's I was probably being a grump that day thinking about the art of film. You know, being just one of those kind of guys that they... Well, I usually rank according to, is it a good movie? And then I just, you know, it's on my ranking according to how often I'll pull off the shelf, you know? But, yeah, two and a half seems kind of low for it. For I mean, most 80s movies, there's a lot of just bad ones. <laughs> like, I don't know, you guys probably still haven't seen Roadhouse. <laughs> I talk about it all the time. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. parts of it. It's played on, like... I love it, but it is probably. a bad movie. <laughs> it's just not yeah. good. Yeah. But well, you hmm. got uh, Rocky Five. No. I can't believe you got this below Rocky Five. <laughs> well, yeah. it's not even you, like I thought just... it'd be cliched until I watched it. I'm like, oh wow. <laughs> but okay, yeah. I will Tell say, me, I will defend, say, defend Rocky your opinion. Five was the longest gap between films. Mm-hmm. 
until well, Rocky Balboa, but that's yeah. what I mean. Like they were doing one every three years. This one they waited five. They brought back the original director. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's John Aldiv or some John G. Aldison. Aldiv or some yeah, Aldiston. <laughs> Nice. And uh, who you know directed Karate Kid, so you know basically made the same movie there. And that movie's good too, but he made he came back as director. They brought everything back, you know, to you know the humble roots of Philadelphia. They kind of brought back Rocky, and they were like bringing him back down to a level where they're like, okay, we went real bombastic with the other ones. And it's funny that you know Stallone. And, I mean, maybe it was just him, but that they want to go back so much like that. Mm-hmm. When the last two Rocky films, from what I could gather, were not unsuccessful. Maybe critically, they didn't do mm-hmm. much better. But financially, they were still doing real well. So I don't see why he felt the need to go back so much, but maybe he just artistically felt that way. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's just how realistically it would probably go down with how like the I, story I progressed. Loved. Well, you know, I, I, I almost agree with that, too, except I I don't like how the movie begins. I don't like that we have to have all these contrived reasons for why he needs to go back to Philadelphia and why we need Adrian to work in the pet shop again and why we need him to be poor because mm-hmm. a lot of it just felt like, oh, we're going, we have to go back to, oh, the original Rocky because everyone likes the original Rocky the most. Despite how much all the other ones make money, everyone still likes the original Rocky, so mm-hmm. let's try to make a definitive end to the franchise. And uh, I don't like the way that they contrive it all. Yeah, well, yeah, they go a little overboard with trying to make it... Well, like because it's all Polly's fault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's stupid, because it's like, why why did you do all that? Like, all that was just so stupid. And it mm-hmm. really, because like, you know, Chloe said earlier, like, Polly gets less and less likable. That is... I cannot, I mean, only because it's Rocky, because he is just a nice guy, but how is Polly still part of the family after mm-hmm. that? He ruined everybody's life. Well, yeah, and when they're in talking with that, with the, I don't remember who it is, but, like, it's Adrian, Rocky, and Polly in that guy's office talking about how they signed away all their money, and Polly was, like, t- telling Rocky to kick Adrian out, and I was like, what is wrong mm-hmm. with you? <laughs> like, he's so... There's nothing likable about him right. in this movie, in my opinion. And I, I honestly, at, at, after that, I was like, I can't believe... Well, for one, I don't know if Stallone just has a bet with, like, Burt Young about how terrible he can make his character. He's like, what? You, I'm going to give you all my money, and then you're going to spend it. Like, <laughs> Well, what's funny is, in this one, they also say it's not their fault. And even the guy who's, like, their lawyer is like, yeah, it's not your fault. Like, there's some issue going on with whoever was handling your money. But as you can see in Rocky Balboa and the Creed films, obviously they never figured it out because, you know, he's still... He's still there. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, granted, now he has a restaurant, so Rocky probably is getting money, so maybe he's just kind of fine with his living, which I like that. And, you know, you kind of got to give Rocky Five credit for the other movies even existing the way mm-hmm. they are because that kind of have helped him get to that point. Yeah. Granted, you could cut it out and, you know, you'd probably get a sense of what happened anyway. Yeah. But... I like a lot of what Rocky Five does, because in this one, Rocky's becoming the trainer. He's also finding out he's having major issues with his brain. He cannot fight ever again. He can't even fight to get money back, but he can train someone. And I like that he's kind of just at, you know, the bottom of life and everything, but, you know, he's still trying to make something of it. And, I don't know, I just kind of enjoyed all that about it. That And it, it is really just that. There's not really much 
more to this one. It's kind of like, to me, what Rocky 3 and Rocky 4 did, where there wasn't really much going on, but there was just enough to make it enjoyable. And mm-hmm. I still just like Stallone playing Rocky. And I do like that they bring it back to Philadelphia, even if it is for contrived reasons. And I do like Tommy Gunn. I like I, I like that he's introduced in the franchise. I don't know what other people think of him. He is a real boxer. He's dead now. I, I forgot. What, I think in real life his name was... Uh, I believe it was Tommy Wallace? Or... Um, I gotta... I would, oh, no. His... That... Wow, that is not... That is a pornographic film actor. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> wait. In real life, he was a pornographic <laughs> No, no. No, there's a... Oh, wait. No, there's... Okay, Tommy Morrison. Okay. That's his name. Tommy Morrison. Nice. Close to real life. Tommy Gunn was his character in the Rocky Five. And in real life, there's a Tommy Gunn who's a porn actor. That's the... <laughs> cool. That's what I looked up today. But nice. <laughs> I uh, I liked him. I, I liked him in that movie, and I like that he kind of turns against Rocky at one point, mm-hmm. kind of goes off on his own, mm-hmm. and he's even a little unsure about it. But he still does it. But then he fails, and Rocky's like, "I told you so," and he just gets ticked at Rocky, and they have this big brawl out on the street. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people have a problem with that because they're like, "Dude, Rocky didn't prove anything because he's still poor, and that didn't get him back the championship, like or anything." But Oh, we can still fight. I'm like, yeah, you can still go the distance. I know I'm alone there, but I still think it's awesome. The whole stuff with this kid, though, is dumb. I thought all that was dumb. Oh, with his kid. Oh, like, oh, that's great. You know, when he goes and fights his, you know, the bullies, mm-hmm. you know, go punch them. Like, oh, that's why. Like, that's what we're teaching everybody now. You know, go and it's like you got bullies, go and just punch them in the face. Learn and how then to the fight. bullies are like best friends with him in the next scene. Right? Oh, yeah, because they're all chilling at his house. Well, the first thing I was like, you know, he's in his kid's room and he looks at what he's drawing and he draws this girl with like huge boobs. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, don't say mom, but, you know, oh, you know. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I forgot about that scene. I mean, I know some dads are like this, but Rocky, like, I thought we liked this guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's whatever, but he's a kid, and it's, yeah, it's it's a very contrived storyline, I think, and for, with a kid. They could have done it better, but. Mm-hmm. Not to mention how. Okay, they they could have easily found a different way to write this, but just because Stallone likes everything to be so one storyline, mm-hmm. it's got to be him getting off the plane from Russia, and now his kid is literally like ten years older. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that is just dumb. Yeah. I couldn't. I can't. I get that people. It'd been five years since the last one, but it's like people had VHS at this point. Are you kidding me? Are you telling me that nobody saw Rocky Four before going to Rocky Five in the theater and then mm-hmm. saw that and they're like? Wait a minute! Like he's, he's, his son's a lot older now. <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, it's like it's it's. I think it's still a well put together movie, just with kind of a screenplay that where they obviously ran out of ideas and they were trying to bring it back to its roots, and they kind of failed. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to Rocky Balboa because I think that's a successful version of what Rocky Five was trying to be. Yeah. Had they ended that Rocky Five the way they did, I get why people were ticked at it for as long as they were. Because this movie used to get such a bad rap. I don't think it does as much anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But probably because now they've continued the franchise rather than, oh, it's these five movies and that's how they... Could you imagine, like, imagine mm-hmm. if Star Wars, the original trilogy, ended like that. Like with nothing <laughs> really getting resolved. Yeah. And, oh, it's just this big fight. And it's like, oh, he still won. It's like... It's Luke's and Vader having, like, a boxing match. <laughs> no lightsabers in the entire movie. They're just... No force, destroyed. 
no force. Emperor They're just still has money. pushing each other around <laughs> for a bit. With all of the other stormtroopers and, like, Han and Leia cheering from the side. Go Luke! Go Luke! <laughs> Punching Vader in the helmet and throwing each other into, like, trees and stuff. There's Ewoks around. Yeah. No, this, I... I like the idea of the deconstruction story, and I like that they bring it back to the roots. I like the stuff with Tommy Gunn a lot. Um, stuff with his son, I didn't hate it, but it was still super... You know, this is 1990, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it felt super 80s, but I was willing to live with it, you know? Um, but as far as like the story was going, like, yeah, this feels a lot like you know 1 and 2. I can, I can, you know, they they brought his demeanor back from being like this completely intelligent, normal guy to, you know, they brought him back down to being like barely above that bum, you know, that he was. Um, and then once I realized, like, you know, they're in the street fight, and I saw how the editing changed, I'm like, wait, this is supposed to be the climax of the movie. <laughs> That's what they're doing with this? And I had no idea that the final fight was a street fight, you know? And But I realized, like, this is where they're going with the movie. That's when my, like, everything dropped off. And I'm like, this movie had a lot going for it up until that. And then... So, is it is that why people dislike it so much? Is it because it's a street fight in general? Or is it because of the editing? Because on paper, I think it would look good that, like, yeah, we're going to end it with a street fight. But the editing is such a joke. Yeah. I think it's also just the concept of it. Yeah. Which I think a lot of people are As a people put off get. by. Just okay. because it really... There's no point in having a street fight against this guy. Mm-hmm. Because Rocky... Like, he's even, like, risking himself doing this. Because, you know, he's not supposed to be fighting. So, yeah. like, what's the point? And everyone gets some... Just kind of gets a bad, like... Moral out of that, out of a series that has been full of, like, great morals and messages. This one just had a really messy, like, oh, is it really just all about fighting at the end? Yeah. For a series that always was not really just about fighting. <laughs> yeah. So, it could be that, but yeah, also, probably the editing and just the way it ended. And, I don't know, probably just because the story really has not really much to it. Like, they wanted to go back to his roots, but they didn't really know how to do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... I think that's an interesting idea. It's like you can't always just go back to, you know, how things were. Mm-hmm. You know, and people always talk about that they want, you know, sequels to this franchise and sequels to that franchise, older movies. Or, you know, like people talk about The Office making a reunion movie, but like people mm-hmm. always say, it's like, yeah, but you just want that. And it's not going to be that because that's already been done. You can't yeah. do it at this point. And it's like, I think that's the same with Rocky Five in a way. With and it's weird because in Rocky Balboa did and they did it just fine, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, as far as Rocky Five, I mean, it's it's still it's number seven still. Like I only like it just a slight bit better than Rocky Four, but that's really mm-hmm. who knows. It depends on the day, maybe even watching yeah. again, I might not like it as much. But I just thought that they had more story to it. Rocky Four was just montage. Rocky Five had a story. Mm-hmm. Albeit not a great story. <laughs> yeah. Rocky Five is number eight for me, and it's at uh, two and a half stars. Same, but it's number seven because I only watch seven I would guess it would be number eight <laughs> for you. <laughs> take a wild guess. Take a wild guess. Take a wild guess. 
It's a number eight for me as well, and I have three stars on it. And then they never made another Rocky movie. You know, I never heard anything about Rocky Balboa when it came out, and we were kids. I had then, no so. idea it was a movie until I, I was looking at the Rocky movie. My mom bought it right away. I remember the poster in the theater, and I remember seeing it and thinking, "Oh, are they like re-releasing that movie? Is this like a new cut or tribute movie? Because it's like it's called Rocky Balboa, and you know, just as a real quick aside." Rocky, Rocky 2, Rocky 3, they, they were doing such a good job. And it was all Roman numerals, and it was so perfectly matched up. And then they had to come out with Rocky Balboa, and, like, you couldn't call it, it Rocky almost, 6. Like, you would think it's, like, a documentary or something, because it's like, doesn't go with the others. Yeah, and then it's, like, it also is just such a, at this point now, especially with the Creed films, it's, like, the weird in-between film. I'm almost... I'm a little glad they didn't call it Rocky Six because really it isn't part of the original series or with Mm-mm. Creed. It's like it's just this weird middle point. It's almost like a fantasy movie well, because they never bring up him fighting in the Creed movies ever. And that like, I think in the first Creed they mention it like like something about him having like a for fun match or something. Oh well, I yeah, one of the when it. he goes to the gym at first, yeah, they're like he come back. He's like, oh, you here for uh, you coming back now? Yeah. <laughs> Because it's like, oh yeah, it would have been only a couple of years since he just did that. Because this was 2006, so it would have been 12 years later. Mm-hmm. Or no, Rocky 1 was 2015? Creed, you mean? Yeah. Creed was 2015, 2015? so yeah, it would have been nine years even. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, wait, so your mom, you said your mom bought it? Yeah. So did you see it like right away when it came out then? Yeah, basically? and that was like the only time I saw it. <laughs> like, I... Re- I don't really remember the fights. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of remember the guy who we fought, but I mostly remember his relationship with his son. Yeah. And, like, how his son didn't really want to do anything with anything. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of wanted to do his own thing, go off, be his own person. The weirdest thing about this movie is that, okay, they kill off Adrian, which is done really <laughs> They well. kill off Adrian? Well. Like, she's dead already. Well, she's yeah. dead already, but, like... Died in 2002, according to the gravestone. Which, mm. you can go to Philadelphia and see her gravestone, which is really... really? Yeah, you can. You There's a spot. That oh, whole that city, weird, they love cool. Rocky so yeah. much. Oh, yeah. But they they mentioned a number of things in that movie, too, there, to real life. Because, like, for instance, the statue, which was introduced in Rocky Three, it was actually uh, taken down, but moved to a stadium. And it was, like, I think the Philadelphia Eagle Stadium. And it stayed there for years. And any time they shot another Rocky movie, they, they would bring it back. Because <laughs> they weren't going to leave it at the art museum. The art museum's like, that's not really art, so we can't keep the out it front. Is. Right? <laughs> but then, uh, when the stadium got destroyed, the statue was disappeared for the longest time. No one actually knew where it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't put up anywhere else. It wasn't brought back to the art museum. But then... Rocky Balboa referenced that in the movie. They're like, you know, are you, are you mad because they took a statue down? That's like what uh, Polly says to Rocky at one point. But when Rocky Balboa came out, it was the 30th anniversary of Rocky. They did a re-release screening of it at the Philadelphia Art Museums on the steps. You could watch it on the steps, which oh, must have been cool. cool. Yeah. But uh, they reintroduced the statue then, and they put it to the side of the like, in the garden area. Which is now where it is in Creed and Creed 2. And I guess in the movie universe, it would have put the statue back out, up after Rocky fought, fought again. Because, mm-hmm. oh man, he really he still he still got that eye of the tiger. 
Mm-hmm. But I re- I like Rocky Balboa a lot because, like I said, it's a better version of Rocky Five, and it kind of brings back uh, him. It brings him back to his roots, but he's still. You know, he's changed a lot. He's kind of evolved as a person. Now he owns a restaurant, yeah. but he's still like himself. He's humble, helping everyone out. He's also 60. Right? <laughs> he has Spider Rico working in the kitchen now because he ain't got nowhere else to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's He finds the same girl from the first movie that most people probably would have forgotten about, but Stallone, since he writes all the movies, he's like, oh, I'm going to bring her back. And so she's like in the movie as like a main character. Mm-hmm. And... I really like the whole theme of the movie, which is like, you know, they're telling him he's done. He's like, you don't tell me when I'm done. I say that. And I'm like, that, I think that's a unique moral. Mm-hmm. I really seen the movies, I don't think. Especially with someone older like that. But, what do you all think? You just saw it, didn't you? Yeah, I watched it like two days ago or something. That was my first time and I, I really liked it a lot up until the fight. Um, I thought it was edited well I felt the emotions that I was you know supposed to I think that you know still was like oh man you know Sylvester Stallone still got it and you know it's such like a lack of a fighting movie up until the fight at the end like it's just him because you you don't even get the training montage until like right before the fight and it's only like a minute long it's really short and the rest of it is just relationship building mm-hmm. you know you see him yeah where he's at you know 16 years down the road after Rocky Five and like with his son and all that and I like the stuff with the girl you know growing up and like her son and stuff with like the new dog he gets a new dog and like um the restaurant stuff is cool you know um and yeah I was like man this is a good movie I'm surprised that people put it all the way down next to usually people put five at the last and this one's like next to it yeah um, I was surprised that this got such a bad rap up until the final fight, and then I saw how poorly that last fight was edited. You know, there was like a like every other shot was like black and white, except for the blood dripping down from the nose was red. You know, there'd be just splashes of color like that, and it just it felt like a Gatorade commercial for like the final, <laughs> you know, fifteen minutes in the movie was just a Gatorade commercial and like. I, I did, had no interest in, like, the the other boxer, you know? I'm like, he looked flabby, and, like, <laughs> like they didn't find, like, a jacked guy to play. Like, it's 2006. Like, they I, they, they I, could have found someone a little bit more intimidating. John Cena. You know, yeah, I don't know. I just... <laughs> no, I would have been cheering for the villain then. Yeah, he was such a, just a bland guy that guy was so bland he was and as far as being like flabby i think they were trying to make it more realistic because i guess in real life not every boxer is just like this super jacked out of their mind you know yeah like sweating body that just reflects like crazy you know like that's how the original series was Mm -hmm. it was crazy it was on steroids this one they tried to make it more realistic but i mean then again this is a movie about like an old man going out to the boxing ring again which Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't question it too yeah much while he it, looked toned but flabby for like a 60 year old guy it makes yeah. sense but the other guy yeah. you know the young hip i'm like he looked flabby and for i never being... cared about him either yeah even well, when i tried I don't to make him interesting i don't even remember now <laughs> what is his name? he's just that guy 
I don't even know either. But I didn't mind. He always has to fight a black guy. Yeah. Except for Rocky IV. Yeah, he fought Drago. Yeah, Drago and Tommy Gunn. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot to say about it. I just, they built up a lot of emotion up until the fight, and then during the fight I had no, like, I didn't care at all if he won or lost. It just, I think it was due to the editing. They just didn't pull any emotion out of the viewer. But I hate that we get stuck with Polly again. I don't like that they kill off Adrian, but then kill off Polly. Did you like... I Polly is still a douchebag, but I liked him in this one. I think they made up... He had a lot of emotional... I think they made up some stuff for him. Like, made up for, like... You know, he mentions how he was terrible to his sister, and I was like, that's that's nice. And there's a lot of good moments between him and Stallone, especially, like, at the meat place when, you know, he's, like, Stallone's just talking about the way he feels, and he just, like... What does he say? He says he's got, like, this beast inside him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is really sad. But, you know, there are moments where I'm like, I really wish Polly wasn't there. Like, when they go and visit the ruins of the ice ring. Yeah. And then Polly's in the background. Come on, Rocky! Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut up, he's having a moment, and it was yeah. good, and then he ruined it. <laughs> but what this movie, I don't... I hate the cinematography of this movie. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I think it looks like garbage, honestly. I hate the way it looks and whatever effect they put on it. I don't like it. it mm-hmm. I don't think it matches with the rest of the movies. And it, that's the only big problem I have with it. Especially, like you said, the final fight, it's all edited like an HBO match. And I, I kind of don't like that either. I get what yeah. they were trying to do with it, but I'd rather just see it be done like the other movies. Or, you know, they do give up on the HBO setup halfway through, but like you said, then they bring in that black and white crap, and that just doesn't, it just doesn't blend well. It doesn't yeah. look good for some It's a reason. different movie during the fight. I don't know fight. what they were using to edit it. Same with. thing with Rocky Five. It's like a different movie as soon as the, the the fight kicks in. It's just, yeah. And this movie, for me, does the worst thing in the entire franchise. Like, this is just ridiculous looking shot. And this is just a nitpick, but... Adrian's ghost that like shows up for like a second. Yeah. She yep. disappears. Yep. I'm like, and she don't want like, oh, are we serious? <laughs> I'm glad we're this going movie... full like force ghost with this movie. <laughs> like... That was silly. I was just like, why did they do that? Did they do that just because they had the tools? Yeah. I get that. Like, Stallone was probably excited <laughs> right. that, oh, we can edit Adrian. on the computer now. And Bam. he was like doing that. <laughs> Adrian. This movie is. the force, Rocky. <laughs> this movie is number five, like, out of eight for me, though. Um, I mean, it's it's enjoyable. And I, you like this one more than four? I do. I enjoy it more than four, three, or so five. Good. I think it's I think it's a better movie, and it just kind of goes back to what Rocky actually is. Mm-hmm. And those other movies, I mean, I love them, but they're they're not Rocky. Like they're just these jacked up '80s movies about boxing. But this movie's like this is like, the story is worth yeah, it. Yeah, it's like a character. It goes back to his character. Yeah. This one is uh, three and a half stars rated, I think, and it's at number six for me. I think mine was at three and a half stars also. Um, it is number seven for me at three stars. Chloe is at no stars, and it's... <laughs> did, it's a negative 27 stars. I would guess it would just be seven on your list. Did you, did know. you, did we sell you on Rocky Balboa? I'm all about flabby boxers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who isn't? Dad boxers. And that brings us to Ryan Coogler's 2015 Creed. Creed. If you 
would have told me a couple years ago before this movie came out that they wanted to make a movie about Creed's son and they were going to make it like as a spin-off series to take up the reins of Rocky. <laughs> I would have been like that is so stupid. Like why? Why are we going to do un- base we're going to remake Rocky basically? But since, oh, remakes don't do well anymore, now we're going to avoid it by making a, a semi-sequel and recast a character. And I'm like, oh, and it's going to be about Creed. So, of course, they're going to have some thing, this modern thing now where, you know, during the montage, instead of doing some great music, they're going to throw in, like, rap music or something. I'm just going to make it stupid like that. And you know what? They did all of that, and the movie's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, all I remember walking out was, like, there's no reason that movie should be that good. Like, they... I was not... It shouldn't have been that good. It's because of the director. I know the director. He... And it's funny. He wrote it. And he mm-hmm. came up with the idea. He wanted to do this. It's... I, from what I read, it was like, no, he just came up with this idea of making mm-hmm. a new Rocky movie because he just wanted to. And I was like, wow. So this wasn't some studio-mandated thing. Which, granted, none of these movies are studio-mandated because... None of these movies, they make money, but they're not worldwide successes mm-hmm. ever. So that leaves a lot of control within the creator's hands. And that's always been in Stallone's hands, so with this movie, it was like the same way. Ryan Coogler had a lot of control, yeah. you could tell. And they did a lot of things that I was like, please don't do it, but then they did, and I was like, but for some reason it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, what do you all think of it? I, I love this movie. I love Creed. Yeah, I liked it a lot. So good. This was... Technically, the first movie, the first Rocky movie I saw, um, and uh, I watched it uh, like on my laptop in Germany, I think, because it was on Netflix, German Netflix, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was like, "Dang, this is such a good movie!" It made me want to go and watch the Rockies. Wait, this and... was the first Rocky movie you saw too? Mm-hmm. Okay, same. Yep. Um, and. Uh, I hadn't seen a Ryan Coogler film, but I knew that Ryan Coogler was the director for Black Panther. So I was, like, trying to get psyched for Black Panther. I was like, all right. Like, I heard Black Panther's going to be, like, the Batman of the MCU. That makes me real excited. I want to get to know this director. So I went and watched um, Creed, and then I watched uh, Fruitvale Station to get prepared for Black Panther. Um, And... uh, since this was my first introduction to Ryan Coogler, too, I was like, oh, man, I love this directing style, you know? It's, um... It didn't feel, like, different from most directors, but it felt so refined. Like, it seemed like he had been a director for a long time to make the movie that he did, and and then I didn't even know that he wrote it up until, like, this week, when I was looking up, you know, wow, Sylvester Stallone wrote every movie except for this one. Um, and he did a, yeah fantastic job I think writing and directing and he got an incredible excuse me an incredible amount out of Michael B. Jordan and I can't remember her name but uh who played uh Tessa Thompson Tessa Thompson he got a lot out of Tessa Thompson um and then of course uh, Sylvester Stallone which he did he win best supporting actor or is he just nominated well, for best supporting actor he was nominated actor? and actually everyone says he should have won okay he won the Golden Globe, and people say the reason he lost the Oscars is just they got too snobby. Mm-hmm. They just were like, we can't give it to him. It's a sequel. And I was mm-hmm. like, everyone said that was the biggest snub of that year. Mm-hmm. It's, it's barely a sequel, too. That's the thing. Like, it right. is a sequel, but, 
it's but it's 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 the first movie I saw. I'm like, this is its own thing. Like, it's its own work, work of art. Its own completely set of beauty. Like, you know, it's a completely different, beautiful movie. And people yeah. are even mad that like the director and the film itself didn't get nominated for Oscars for like best picture and best director. Which mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I wouldn't get as far as get mad about it, but it's like, yeah, it probably should have been. I mm-hmm. mean kind of compared to some of the other stuff that got nominated that year. It was the best seventh, well, second best to me anyway, seventh film in a franchise based on a 70s property in 2015. Are you talking about Star Wars also? Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it came on stage. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was funny when I saw Creed. I was like, this is also a seventh movie. And they both came out in the 70s. But yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, I like about this movie is that I was expecting more of a remake of Rocky, and it does. It hits a lot of the same mm-hmm. beats, but they make Michael B. Jordan such a different character. Mm. And they started off right in the few opening minutes because every Rocky movie they can think of, I mean, either opens with an opening montage or it's an introduction to a fight or, you know, just who Rocky is. Mm-hmm. And it's always, you know, Philadelphia, calm setting, you know, kind of the other side of town with the lower class people like Rocky. Mm-hmm. And just like, it sets you into the calm setting of the movie. Creed opens with just this like, meltdown going down at the uh, lockdown instead. Oh yeah, he's in juvenile detention. detention center. Yep. And, you're, and it just, it sets you up for like, what this character is going to be. It's completely different. Yeah. And, once again, it just has such a good message to it all because where the original Rocky's like, it's this poor guy who needs to really prove himself, this movie does, like, the complete opposite. It's like, this, it's a guy who already has everything, and he needs to prove himself in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. He needs to prove that he can do this fighting stuff without the legacy of his father. Like, he can do it mm-hmm. on his own, and he's not just taking up, you know, his father's mantle because he was born. And, yeah. you know, named after him or whatever. Yeah. And I think that's such an interesting concept to do. Yeah, he didn't even want Take Creed's name like, until mm-hmm. the big fight. Yeah, and it's such a good because yeah, he's he's avoiding it for so long and agrees to take it, but it's in the same time agreeing to like accept himself as himself. Like, there's a lot of different layers with that. That mm-hmm. you know, he's okay with being Creed's son, with being the son of his mom, and being his own. Yeah. You know, in, in a way, Rocky's son too. You yeah, know, right. like he kind of takes all of it on his shoulders, all this heritage and years of, you know, intense boxing history, but decides to make it, you know, this is who I am and, yeah. I do. Michael B. Jordan and Ryan Coogler do a great job of making that happen. I didn't think that Rocky would be in the movie as much as he was mm-hmm. when I first saw it. I just figured it'd be like the Mickey role, where he is there, but he's not really in the movie too much because they're focusing more on Creed but he has a lot of story going on too oh yeah mm-hmm. he has cancer yeah well and I mean and also he's just basically given up because it's like he's like you said he feels like he's lost everything anyway and he's already done everything he ever wants to do so he just feels like he's done so there's a whole thing there too where it's like well no there, there is more to life after that you know mm-hmm. you could keep going there is more to do you, there are there is still a purpose mm-hmm. after all that I feel like it was smart how they did that with the Rocky character, too. Because, like, he's still in the process of, like, passing the torch to Michael B. Jordan for this franchise. So, like, 
It mm-hmm. makes sense for him to have that much screen time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, well, actually, I mean, I'm just glad he was in it more, and he, he gives one of the best performances probably of his career. Even. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, the, and it's cool because, like, Rocky's the one, like you said, like, Rocky's the one in in need. You know, like, in the Rocky movies, like, Rocky was never had to be there for Mick, you know? Mm-hmm. He had to be there for Apollo, but he, he never had to be there for Mickey, and, like, Mickey had to be there for him. Yeah. And then in Creed 1... They go straight for Creed having to be the one to actually be there for Rocky. You know, like, Rocky's the trainer, but, like, Creed's there for Rocky emotionally, like, in the movie. Well, yeah, they're both there for each other. They're, yeah. Like, he's helping him mm-hmm. fight, and then he's helping him fight cancer. Like, it's so it's good. good. I just watched this movie two days ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's good. This one is my um, fourth favorite. And it is, I think, four stars. This one is oh, three and a half. Oh, it's probably closer to four, but... My third, and it's four. This is my fourth, and it's four stars as well. I gave it four stars, and that's my second favorite. Um, only thing I don't like about it is really the final fight, because it is doing that same thing again where, like... Mm-hmm. They give some time to the other boxer, but you know he's just not very interesting. And he also—he's not a fleshed-out character, really. He's just a the the heavyweight champion. Yeah, I mean, he's nothing special. It's his last fight. They do try to make him more of like you know they don't make him like a villain, but they do make him a shit talker. Yeah. And you know, and by the end, he's like, "Hey, man, you're gonna be a great fighter." But I don't like that the. the final fight has to play out the exact same way as yeah. the original film but in a way it's like you also gotta think like well at this point these fights it's either gonna be they win or they lose they can't really do much else with it they've done just about everything except Creed 2 did do something different which we'll get to that but I will say the fight did kind of leave me let down but I'm still emotional at the end because you know you, you just you care about Adonis Creed that much mm-hmm. and I will give credit to the other boxer that I do remember his name, uh, pretty Ricky Conlon. Yeah. I do remember his name at least. So mm-hmm. that's. More I was just credit. looking it up because I'm like <laughs> I can't remember that guy's name at all. You're a false Creed. I, I kind of there's a part of me that likes him, but there, he's not interesting. But I mm-hmm. do remember him at least. He's not that other boring guy from Rocky Balboa. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember his fighting style and stuff, but yeah, you you weren't emotionally attached to that guy at all. You know, he was just. Creed was the absolute focus of the movie. Mm-hmm. Very different from what we get in Creed 2. So. It was cool to have more than just Rocky training him, too. Like He also had that whole other group of people training him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked, yeah, just all the extra little connections they threw in there, too, because, like, that one guy who owns the gym in L.A., is the son of the guy who trained with Apollo mm-hmm. Creed. Oh, yeah. And they even kind of, like, know each other. Mm-hmm. He's like, you need to get out of here. And, uh, I like, I like them. We didn't bring her up at all, but I really like the person they got for Creed's mom oh, also. Yeah. Which, so yeah, I mean, she's not the original actress, which, I mean, makes is she sense. Not? Okay. No, they, they had three different actresses play, oh, really? uh, in the other Rocky movie. They're all different because they all barely show up on screen, so yeah. they always got someone else, but... This one now they have actually they're like we have to actually cast someone now because mm-hmm. she's gonna be like a significant part of the movie, so that was nice. Um, 
But yeah, we can move on to Creed 2, which was the most recently released one. Mm-hmm. And this is another case where it's the same thing. If you would have told me what the whole plot was, it got me plot, made me excited because I was like, oh, that's cool that they're bringing back Dolph Lundgren and they're going to have it be his son. And like, there was another part of me that I'm like, this is fan fiction. Why, oh, yeah. why are they doing this? I'm like, and Stallone was writing again. And he was going to direct at one point, and I was like, mm. I don't know yeah. about this. But, uh, you know, the idea alone did interest me, because I think everyone kind of thought it would go that way. Because, you know, it's brought up in the first one, yeah, his dad died, his dad died boxing. He's in boxing a lot because of the dad he never met. I think a lot of us saw it coming, because, like, whatever did happen to Ivan Drago after that fight, and... You know, and then they reintroduce him in this movie. And this movie is also amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weirdly enough, I mean, you loved this movie. You've seen it twice now, and you yeah. both times were like, "Yeah, this is like your favorite movie of the year." This is my favorite movie of 2018. <laughs> it's, it's so <laughs> by good. a long shot. Like it's <laughs> like my second favorite was Black Klansman, and below that was as uh, Infinity War, and. uh wow, did this movie surprise me. Because I liked Creed. I really like Rocky. And, I, you know, now I'm, I've been sold on the franchise for a while now. And uh, seeing this, I was like, yeah, you know, Ryan Coogler's not attached to it, so we'll see how it goes, you know. I, I like Michael B. Jordan and most everything he's in, you know. We'll see, you know, we'll see what, what happens. And, that, and the premise, like, I was a little bit excited for it, but I'm like, they're probably just going to ruin the premise. So I had kind of, like, medium expectations. And from the very beginning, I was sold, but it got so much better and better and better and better as the movie went on. And I I was crying at least once in every act, more than once for sure, though. Like, and, uh, and the second time I watched it, too, I was crying a lot of the movie. And, uh, man, oh my gosh, it was so good. As at everything that you want to feel in a movie i felt it you know and there was one part where i stood up with my hands in the air (laughs) the first time watching it was i saw it at 9 (laughs) a.m and there was only one of the couple at the very front it was on thanksgiving day too (laughs) i saw thanksgiving morning um there's one of the couple at the very front and i was in the back and um uh the scene where uh pretty much he he knocks uh he knocks uh, Victor Drago down for the first time, and you—you. It's the only part of the movie you get that, you know, um, and at that part I stood up with my arms up, and I didn't know that the fight wasn't over, but it felt so good to do it anyway. <laughs> and uh, yeah, oh, there's so much I love about this movie. There's there's only like a couple of things I was kind of like I don't know how I feel about this. But overall, like, every part of the movie, I was like, I can't believe how good this movie is. So, yeah. I don't know, I could talk about it all night. (laughs) Yeah, I liked it a lot. I'm really bummed, though. Like, I wanted to see it again before we did the podcast, because Zach and I went Saturday night. And just about everything that can go wrong in a movie theater went wrong. Like, <laughs> there were people so talking was on next fire. to us. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> fires, trash can fires. There was a gunman. No, 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 no. <laughs> the movie just stopped. Um, 
They weren't playing Creed. <laughs> <laughs> they were playing something else. But yeah, there was like a crying baby. There were so many people on their phones. There were people talking. So like, I'd say at least half of the movie I was pulled out of the movie. Like not really able to pay attention. But what I did see was amazing and I loved it. It was so good. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot too. Um, not as much as the first Creed, but I think that was just because... There was a lot of beats where it seemed obvious where they were going to be going with it. Like, mm-hmm. they have a kid, and, you know, they want to get married. Did they even get married in the movie? They mm-hmm. didn't get married no. in the movie, but it never happened, like, off-screen or anything. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, yeah, and a lot of this is like Rocky II, yeah. what it was to First Creed, except here, they, instead of, you know, having him fight the same guy again, they actually kind of going to the Rocky 3 route where he's already popular. He's doing all these fights. But they're like, are you really fighting anybody? And, um... Yeah, I just... I got into Creed a lot in this one, but just not as much as the first movie. Maybe it was because I just kind of guessed where a lot of the beats were going. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he has to have his little fight with Rocky where they go their separate ways. And I'm glad they didn't drag that out for the whole movie because movies tend to do that for mm-hmm. no reason and that's dumb. But I'm glad that they didn't do that with this movie. And they did find a way to patch it up in a realistic way. I mean, Rocky even sees him after the first fight and Creed's just ticked at him and he's like, why are you here? Are you here to say you were right? Blah, blah, blah. And Rocky's actually still trying to help and he's like, he's, just, he's a bigger guy. And, mm-hmm. and it's because Creed wasn't prepared. He's like, yeah, he's fighting... A guy with a completely different fighting strategy who's just mm-hmm. big. Well, he doesn't even say that until the second time he comes back because he goes to the hospital in LA mm-hmm. and then he goes back and it's months and months and months later that like his mom writes Rocky and then Rocky comes back to LA again by train, I guess. And uh, then he's like, well, yeah, your fighting style is way off. And then it's like, oh, you know, and then they start training different and all that. But yeah. I didn't get totally behind his character when it was all about just trying to defend the title especially mm-hmm. by the end when like you know you gotta defend your title otherwise it's just gonna be forfeited but I did get behind it when it was about the fact that you know it's it's Drago and it's his father and it's yeah. defending a legacy and all this stuff mm-hmm. which seemed like the better half of it the stuff that I thought was really good that I did not expect at all was the stuff with the Dragos. Oh. Ivan Drago and Victor Drago, which... It made you feel for the Dragos. Honestly, <laughs> I didn't even think they were going to have that in this movie. There was there was a scenario... There were two scenarios in my head. There was the one of where I thought I knew exactly what they were going to do, and I was like, yeah, it's just going to be a basic, you know, like Rocky II kind of sequel. The other one in my head was, this is their chance where they can have, like, emotional scenes where they could have like Ivan Drago like having a moment with Creed you could have that in this movie mm-hmm. and it could be amazing the movie didn't do that it did something better even yeah <laughs> and that was actually develop this relationship between the Dragos actually have this whole thing about the mother leaving them mm-hmm. having the mother played by the exact same person yeah. as the yeah. fourth movie yeah. Sylvester Stallone's ex-wife was that his yeah, ex-wife? it's his ex-wife even. Wow. But it's it's amazing that they got her back to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I loved just all of that. 
I also, I mean, I like, I love the stuff with Rocky too. Even though, like, I didn't really like that he's kind of healthy again after having cancer. I was like, mm-hmm. I was, I was wondering if he would like go into remission or anything, or if there'd be like something other than being like, I was there when he beat cancer, and that was it. I, I was <laughs> expecting him to even die in this one. I was like, if they yeah. want to start, you know, and even by the end, you can. It kind of seems like. Stallone's trying to fully pass the torch to him, which I don't think that means he won't be in Creed 3. But the way he, like, sits down and they play the theme and they just have everything in the background while Stallone, you just Mm -hmm. see a silhouette. Like, that really was, like, a defining image. And, like, I feel like he's really trying to, like, be like, this is it for Rocky now. Mm -hmm. But they didn't kill him off. But the stuff with the Dragos is so good that you get to that final fight... And there's never a moment between Creed and Drago. There isn't, like, an apology between Ivan Drago and Rocky. They see each other one time in the movie. And I thought I knew exactly how this was going to go down. I was like, you know, this could be just a big fan fiction moment. They're going to be, like, referencing that fight like crazy. And they're like, no, it's Ivan Drago being like, look, this is what happened to me after all that happened. I'm like, I would have never thought of that. Yeah, he would have gone back Mm -hmm. and... People would hate him because Russia doesn't like losing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he probably got, yeah, he got outcasted, you know. And now since then he's been trying to train up his son to, you know, basically I avenge mean, the family. But not really avenge because the son's not on the same page as More like redeem. Yeah, and it's like here's Ivan Drago hanging out with the Russian, you know, hierarchy. And, you know, his son's like, that's not what we're doing here. I thought this was to, you know, get mom back. I thought this was to get our legacy back. Not mm-hmm. so we could hang out with the people who kicked you out. Mm-hmm. I I couldn't believe I was, like, loving all this stuff. I was loving Dolph Lundgren's acting, because yeah. I was like, what, yeah, why is he a good actor? Good. <laughs> and then the final fight, which... I, it played out in a different way than all the other fights. It's actually my favorite fight since the original. I think mm-hmm. this is the best... It, it's the best one since the original. Yeah, that was good. And I couldn't believe, like, that they found a different way, not only to end it, but just a different way to go about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like... the. For one, like, the punches felt real, the fighting looked good, they did different stuff with the cinematography, which, at this point, at number eight, you gotta be running out of techniques you can do, but they were doing that, and the way they ended, I was like, holy crap, that's just, there are so many angles going on right now, and it's unbelievable that, like, Mm -hmm. you're you're caring for people you never, ever thought you would have cared about, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, that, you know what, I, for being a movie that was basically gonna be this giant, like, love fest to Rocky for and developing a character that really shouldn't be developed I can't believe that they did it not only that but actually did it good yes <laughs> yes that is impossible what they just did <laughs> and they did it so well like yeah. oh my gosh it was like, so good like Dolph Lundgren was the Terminator in Terminator 4 they like gave the Tin Man a heart in the <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like, they made you, you feel, feel for him, him and then they gave them redemption yeah in like way, at because, the end when they're like jogging you know like they, they that was such a sweet okay. moment. Yeah. Such a good payoff, like, mm-hmm. and worth it. And then, oh, like, the- Creed himself, like, he has so much, like, he gets more of that, like, uh, I'm fighting for myself type of, yeah. like, like, mantra in this one than in Creed. Way more, like, you know, because, like, in the beginning, it's, like, as if, you know, the stuff with Creed didn't happen. He's like, well, he killed my dad, you know, and then that's why he fights him. And then mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't die, he gets really broken and all that. And then... You know, Sylvester Stallone, like, he wants, you know, Rocky to train him, and he's like, he broke stuff in me that never got fixed. You know, like, you kind of, I felt it, at least. And, uh, like, 
you know, he gets broken and he's like, you know, in rehab and trains again. And then Rocky comes back into his life. And then like his son's born. And, uh, and I was talking with you, I think the other day about it, like the stuff with, um, his wife's, uh, Tessa, Tessa Thompson's hearing, you know, Mm -hmm. which they only kind of a little bit touched on in the first one. They used it so much better in this one to like, for effect, especially with the baby and like, there was all, all kinds of layers to it, like where it affected like the proposal and all that. Mm-hmm. But then, like when uh, they're at the hospital and Creed's like telling Rocky, he's like, he's like, yeah, like they're gonna do some more tests, and you know they're not conclusive already. And Rocky's like, yeah, okay, whatever, but like, are you gonna love her anyway? And he's like, well, yeah, of course. He's like, good, because she doesn't feel bad for herself, and neither should you. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know, they use it so well, yeah. and I gotta you know attribute it to. So Stallone's writing for this movie. Like, this is one of the most impressive writing jobs I've seen in a, in a while from someone. Like, it's it's on the level of like green room good writing. And he had a lot to work with from Rocky Four and Creed and all that. But he still, like you said, he nailed it. Mm-hmm. Add a good director to it, and it was like the perfect movie. You know, I gave it a full five stars. I give five or five and a half. Four and a half. I gave it three and a half, but I, I, I loved it. But mm-hmm. I I think there was just moments of it where I did get a little bored when they were going through the, uh, you know, through the typical numbers of a Rocky movie, mm-hmm. and that mostly involved the stuff with Creed, you know, mm-hmm. having the baby. Having oh, the, the slow part in the middle, a little bit. Yeah, kind of. And you know, even when he goes and starts training again, I just didn't feel that emotional you know yeah. motivation that I feel in other movies mm-hmm. when uh, yeah, like, during the mon- during the you know training montage the, in the desert yeah, the m- desert montage I, I felt the I felt dirt. <laughs> I felt more in the first Creed like mm-hmm. when he's running with all those dirt bikes in the street and stuff that I and that music played mm-hmm. I, I felt way more for him I like when he boxes the trash can fire <laughs> yeah that was pretty cool <laughs> I think, yeah, I was talking with these guys about it. Like, that's the only part where I kind of felt like, ah, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, there's a little bit of forced, you know, like how he says, like, oh, this is where, like, boxer fighters go when there's nowhere left to be reborn. I'm like, yeah, right, whatever, (laughs) you know? And then, like, when he's running and he, like, collapses on the, the highway and then he's just looking back in the Mustang. And he drives him there in his Mustang. I don't know why that's, like, Sylvester Stone's the one driving. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a couple of parts in there were a little bit more cheesy. But that's also, like, I fear would be like, in a way, that's still classic Rocky type of stuff. Like, so, I don't know. I, in the end, it still was a five-star movie. It wasn't enough to bring it down to four and a half. But, yeah. I, I'd have to rewatch it because I'm... I... Um, I'll probably like it even more the second time just because I said like the third act is so unbelievably good that it it makes up for like any like problem that Mm -hmm. they could have like that they really had for me anyway but that was just because story beats I I expected and I kind of knew what was happening and yeah it it felt by the numbers but Mm -hmm. that ending I was like oh my god they actually did a lot different Mm -hmm. um now I'm gonna forget to say something about it but just I, I i hope to see the third one though it makes me yeah yeah let's, what do you guys think will happen with the next one like what oh, do you robot. think <laughs> 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 i told you so many times 
Paul's robot gonna turn bad. Mm-hmm. Gonna come back, fight him. The lucky thing is that this um, they have a lot of room to do a lot more with a sequel than what like say a Rocky three or a Rocky four had because this one still hasn't dropped the bombshell with the ear, you know, hearing loss and everything yet. Mm-hmm. They haven't killed off Rocky yet, and. You know, Creed could get challenged by a completely different opponent still because all he's really... The first one wasn't really challenging an opponent. It was just proving his worth. This one is like, this is the big bad guy because, you know, he was the son of the guy who killed your dad. Mm-hmm. And they made it not as cartoony as Rocky Four. So I kind of wonder, what will they do with a third movie? Because, you know, they could. this series, I feel like, couldn't have a clever laying. But then again, the first two Rockies were really, you know, down to earth and, you know, kind of a more real tone, whereas the third one kind of made the major shift. So, will Creed 3 do that? I don't, I don't know. I doubt I it doubt would, it. but wouldn't that be I, something if it did? I, I feel like the only route they could do is have an original antagonist, like, fighter, but... Yeah. Well, okay. I just thought about this. What if, like... Yeah, no. <laughs> what if... There is like a long lost brother. No, uh, no, an actual like a half brother no. of Adonis Creed. Because in the in Creed, okay, nope. in Creed, the first you don't one. Need another long lost son <laughs> of Apollo. Just wait, just wait, okay. Oh wait, there's another. One. It wasn't long lost. Like everyone knew Creed. <laughs> to be was honest, I, I laughed at the plot of Creed when I first heard it. Yeah, yeah. I saw the movie. So, but in in Creed, like the mom was talking about, like oh, like he was constantly having affairs. Like I didn't love him that much. Like like she was saying, like you know, like we had a broken relationship. We've always had a broken relationship, you know. But she did love him, but it was like he was just, you know, he had constant affairs. That'd be easy to bring in, you know, like a kid who, kind of like Warrior. Have you guys seen Warrior? No. It's got Joel Edgerton and and Tom Hardy. No, it's Warrior. Um, In Warrior, it's kind of, you know, it's two brothers that fight, and they're kind of separated by different circumstances like one needs the money to feed his family the other one needs the redemption for um his name you know and like that's kind of like what i imagine creed 3 being like you know because they haven't had him fight like they can't go back to like creed 1 where it's like fighting some nobody that you don't care about the antagonist you know you got to have some emotional ties left in it where if it's like a creed versus creed type of deal you know then then you're talking something a little bit more crazy. That's that would be my first guess of what would happen. It would be like a half brother. I mean that would be but, cool, but I just think it'd be so out there to have another green. <laughs> I don't think so. You know they what my, pulled off this so well. If Sylvester Stallone somehow pulls the same thing again, write something completely original, not based off of another Rocky movie. Who knows. And then if, I don't know if this guy will direct again, I'd, I'd hope so. He, he nailed it, but, you know. I, 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 one idea I heard was that they could bring the movie into the Olympics. And then you could oh. also bring back Ivan Drago, who would be, like, for his country or whatever. <laughs> Ivan Drago's training creed? Uh, not Ivan Drago. <laughs> uh, you know, Victor Drago, anyway. Yeah. But, like, have, and have him in the movie, and, like... Oh, they fight again, but now it's on Olympic That's standards? Maybe, and maybe develop a relationship between them, but, you know... But, They're best friends, like Rocky Three. But granted, like 
Sylvester Stallone dies and Victor trains him. <laughs> Granted, I don't know if they got a good enough actor for Victor to do that. Yeah. And, um... And by the end of the movie, Creed's, like, just as big as Victor. Yeah. <laughs> they could have, uh... They could have Creed, uh... What if... Right now, you know, because for a while they were saying that the best, uh, what was it? Mixed martial arts, is that what it is? The best one in the UFC fighting was Ronda Rousey to the point where she could even beat up, like, the guys. What if they did that for Kree? What if there was some woman boxer who everyone knew was better? Half-sister. And, and well, <laughs> well, I'm just saying, because, like, you could bring in, like, some interesting topics there that haven't been brought up before. Like, hey, is it okay to fight a girl? And Rock would be like, hey, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's a little too silly. But I feel like they could do something with that. Have, have Creed be like, I'm not going to fight some girl. And his wife just getting, like, ticked at him and being like, it's like what's wrong with fighting the girl? He has to fight Tessa Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> fight Tessa Thompson. I forgot, you know what, I was going to bring up the only thing I... I, I not only thing, but I thought this was interesting, is that for Creed 2, they actually did bring back the guy who played Rocky's son in Rocky Balboa, yeah. that they brought him back, mm-hmm. and I thought, I didn't think they were going to do that with the I first feeling, one. because he was, like, hinting that, oh yeah, I I want to talk to Robbie, but I don't know what to tell Well, him. they brought a lot I figured that you would see him at the end of the movie. I was thinking that too, but I was like, are they going to bring back the same actor? Are they really, because... I mean, he's not like a... Well, he's not, but he's he wasn't in Creed, and they brought it up only once, and I thought for the reason that they didn't bring it up at all was because, you know, oh, maybe they couldn't get the actor back, because he was a bigger part of Rocky Balboa, and they had a fine relationship by the end of that movie, and he lived in Philadelphia, so I was like, what happened after that? Mm-hmm. And they kind of wrote him out, and only mentioned him once. And I Polly think, died, and then that was it. It's like, I can't see my son ever again. I didn't think they'd bring it up again, but then here it was in this one, and they even show him in the movie, and I was like, oh, that was nice. It was a nice touch mm-hmm. to like even bring it back to the same actor. That's probably the first of the Rocky sons to be played by the same guy. It's mm-hmm. kind of crazy how much him and Sylvester Stallone kind of look alike. Yeah. That's probably why they cast They both have the like a, the, their mouth is yeah, like... Like he, like you said, he's not famous. They probably hired him in Rocky well, Balboa. He's in other things. Yeah, yeah, but like not big. Like what I'm saying is that they probably hired him because he kind of had that yeah, look, yeah, yeah. and they're like, we should hire him for that. Yeah. So it kind of worked out. I only know him from. I think he's in This Is Us. He's in Heroes, and then Heroes is the other big thing. He's in. I think he's yeah, in. This is he the main guy in Heroes? Yeah. Okay, well, so like, if not the, the main commercial, guy, yeah. I'm trying to remember because yeah. I've never seen the show. He's in Heroes. He's in That's My Boy, the Adam Sandler movie, or. That's my boy. Yeah. Yeah, so. But he's not the main guy in it. No. Just in it, yeah. That's Andy Sandberg. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah. Did we say a ranking of this one? Um, this one no. is this my... One. It almost made it to my number one, but it's number two. It's my number two. So. Oh, it's my number one. It's uh, my Even number... Though, sorry. <laughs> it's not my number four, but... What were you going to say? I have Rocky at number one, but it's four and a half, and I have Creed at number two. <laughs> or Creed 2 at number 2 and it's a 5 star movie I, I think if I had to watch another one right now I don't know if I had to watch another one right now I'd probably still pick Creed 2 I don't know they're almost tied so I don't know as of it's, as it's standing Rocky 1 is still better and my favorite but in a year or two Creed 2 may very well be on my top 10 list of all time I liked it that much we'll see how it ages in a year but for right now, my gosh, I love this movie. 
and after seeing it twice, I just I only liked it more. Mm. So that's good. Yeah. So should we go over our lists? Mm-hmm. For sure. Anyone want to start off? I can go first. Cool. All right. So Zach's list: uh, number eight, Rocky Five. Number seven, Rocky Balboa. Number six is Rocky Three. Number five is Rocky Four. Number four is Creed. Number three is Rocky. Number two is Creed Two, and number one is Rocky Two. Wow, me and you have very similar lists. Do I think we? we have the same list, except for the except like, for Rocky the and Rocky Two. Are, I think I think are swapped. Yeah, weird. <laughs> Let me know how different mine is when I read mine off. Um, okay, so my list currently unranked is Rocky Balboa. Um, number That's seven. number one. <laughs> cool. <laughs> to stand in number one. Uh, number seven is Rocky five. Six is Rocky three. Five is Rocky. Four is Rocky four. Three is Creed. Two is Rocky two. And number one is Creed two. Number one is Creed two. It's mm-hmm. good. Um, for right now, uh, number eight is Rocky Five. Number seven is Rocky Three. Number six is Rocky Balboa. And then there's a huge gap. Um, number five is Rocky Four. Number four is Creed. Number three is Rocky Two. Number two is Creed Two. And number one is Rocky. Okay, so we have our one and three swapped, and our... Six and seven. Okay. Yeah. It's close. My ranking is uh, Rocky 4 is 8. Number 7 is Rocky 5. Number 6 is Rocky 3. Number 5 is Rocky Balboa. Number 4 is Creed 2. Number 3 is Rocky 2. Number 2 is Creed. And number 1 is the original Rocky. Hmm. Yeah. It's, It's... it's Carbon interesting rating. seeing the consistencies in the list, but then also the drastic differences, because, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't know, Rocky has such a, like, the only ones I ever, like, think of, like, man, is Rocky 3 or Rocky 5 better? That's the only, like, real question I have. Um, and the other ones seem pretty obvious to me, but I love that Rocky has a different thing with everyone. Because, like, a lot of people, Star Wars is, like, usually pretty straightforward, like, most people are like, oh, Empire Strikes Back is the best, you know? Or, like, uh, Jurassic Park. Everyone says Jurassic Park 1 is usually the best, you know? Um, Rocky is interesting to see how different the opinions are. Mm-hmm. Most people will say Rocky 5 is the worst. Sometimes they'll have Rocky Balboa farther down the list just because they like the 80s feel more than the modern. But, yeah, yeah it's interesting. But, Yeah. Thank you, people who are responsible for the Rocky franchise. We appreciate it. I appreciate it. And uh, Thank I look you. forward to watching all of these, especially Creed 2, <laughs> again in the future. But Do we have any closing com- uh, comments before we go into the last movie on Earth? Ugh. Not really? Chickens Oil. are slowing down. Oily yeah. men. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see (laughs) cool well 
It looks like we're going to jump into our final segment of the show, Last Movie on Earth. If you haven't listened to the podcast before, um, this part of the show, we play a little game. It's an ongoing game between episodes where we each go around and read off a description of the last movie we saw. And the rest of the um, podcasters here try and guess it. And if you guess it right, you get a point. The points get added to an ongoing scoreboard. Um, and if no one guesses it, then you, or not you, you, <laughs> whoever's reading it, um, gets two points for having no one uh, guessing their movie. So, does anyone like to, would anyone like to begin? I'm going to go with mine, because mine's always super easy. Ugh. A malfunctioning time machine at a ski resort takes a man back... Hot tub time, time machine! machine. Two. <laughs> it was hot tub time machine. Okay, well, I figured so, you didn't say anything. You, so. second, you second guess yourself. Yeah, we'll give, two. It to, give it to Justin, <laughs> fine. Justin. <laughs> you didn't say anything, so I'm like, it has to be two. <laughs> He's not saying anyone got it. I was just surprised. But he, I think Justin started saying was it first. Was it so. that got it? It's the only movie I can think of with the time machine yeah, and snow. Yeah, I, I have seen the movie. It's been a while, but I, it was a last minute movie. I was like, "crap, I gotta watch a movie yeah. before I go to the cool. podcast." Uh, um, Sebastian Stan is the bad guy. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that yeah. until I rewatched it's it. It's good, <laughs> dude. Sebastian Stan, so good. Yeah. I watched Winter Soldier this week. Did you? So freaking oh, good. Me. Hmm? Yeah, it was a last minute thing. I've been uh, walking my friend Alyssa through all the Marvel movies. And she's like, all right, you said this one's like your favorite and it's complicated, so you have to come watch it with me. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. Winter Soldier is so good. Did we read off the standings before? No, but we can do it after. Okay, we'll do it after. <laughs> yeah. right. Who would like to go next? From a riddle-speaking butterfly, Amalthea learns she is supposedly the sole survivor of her village, the rest being chased away by a terrible beast. She sets out to find the truth behind the butterfly's words. She is eventually joined by Schmendrick, a second-rate magician, and Molly Grew, a middle-aged woman who has been waiting or wanting to meet Amalthea. Their journey leads them far from home, all the way into King Haggard's clutches. Is this a German movie? No, it's not. No. Ferngully? No. Okay. It's <laughs> oh. my closest yes. Is it animated? I'm not answering. It's a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think of oh, any movie man. that's got a butterfly in it. Yeah, I was thinking. Um. The hell? <laughs> <laughs> you guessed Ferngully? Do you want the year? Yeah, I guessed Ferngully. Sure. 1982. Oh, that's not going to help. Are you sure it's not Ferngully? <laughs> it is not. I'm very <laughs> okay. sure it came it's out not Ferngully. Like, is it animated? I'm not answering that. It was animated. It could be. I think it was animated, but I can't think of what it would be. Do you want the director? Read it. Sure. Jules Bass. Main actor. <laughs> Main actor, Alan Arkin. Well, can you read it again? This is interesting. From a riddle-speaking butterfly, Amalthea learns she is supposedly the sole survivor of her village, the rest being chased away by a terrible beast. She sets out to find the truth behind the butterfly's words. She is eventually joined by Schmendrick, a second-rate magician, 
and Molly Grew, a middle-aged woman who has been waiting to meet Amalthea. Their journey leads them far from home, all the way into King Haggard's clutches. Venom. I'm, ne- <laughs> I'm just gonna guess Black Cauldron. Nope. Okay. I've never seen it, but... I've never seen that. Fantastic Planet. No. No, okay. Captain Planet. Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> there you go. Captain Planet. <laughs> 1982, <laughs> Fantastic Beasts. Elmo and Grouchland. <laughs> no, it is... You. I felt like you were really close for a while. The Last Unicorn. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's weird that they don't... The title says nothing about a unicorn, does it? I had to edit out the unicorn parts, otherwise <laughs> he would have gotten it right away. The unicorn's the unicorn. name is Amalthea, yeah. so I just put in her name. I, I think I misheard it, because there was a butterfly, right? Mm-hmm. I, I thought the butterfly was talking to a moth, so I... <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Amalthea is the uh, name. I get it now. That's weird. Whatever. Um... Good pick. I've never seen that, but I've seen it many times it's at like, so the store. It's so good. It's on um, Prime Video, if you have that. I recommend you watch it. I do not have that, but I'll watch it someday. Once I finish watching all 80s animation at some point. <laughs> it's your turn. Alright, here we go. Two hillbillies are suspected of being killers by a group Chuck of paranoid... <laughs> Huh? Tucker, Tucker and Dale versus Tucker and Dale. Yeah, shoot. Oh, well, yeah. she got it. <laughs> it was Tucker and Dale. I think you said Tuck Tucker and Dale. Tucker and Dale, but yeah. <laughs> you said Tuck and Dale. And then she said Tuck and Dale versus Evil. And then you just said Tucker and Dale. <laughs> so. Because I was thinking, whose name was it first? Would you have guessed it if he didn't say Tuck and Dale? I would have. It would have taken me a little bit longer, though. I knew it. I just couldn't remember the names. But I knew it was... Something and something versus evil. I just don't know how to give it. Who to it's give it to? A, I already gave it to Chloe. She okay. said the whole time. All right, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Sorry. I never get points. Let me have this. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you actually, you actually do have more than Zach. <laughs> That's just because I had an obscure movie. Yeah, you do get obscure movies. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I try not to watch B movies. I liked it a lot, though. So I had started this like three or four weeks ago. And watch the first, like, three minutes. I'm like, this is stupid. I'm not watching this. Because it was just the kids in the car. Yeah. I'm like, this looks like such a crappy movie. <laughs> and then I, I immediately switched to something else. And then I talked to Nate last weekend. And I said, I'm like, have you seen it? Is it worth it? He's like, he's like, well, how much did you see? I'm like, the first, like, two minutes. He's like, oh, yeah, you definitely need to watch farther in. And it gets it really good. Like, it's... It's supposed to be like that. I'm like, okay, if it's supposed to be this cheesy, then I'm in. No, like, you said it like, oh, it's like a cheesy, like, out in the cabins movie. And I saw it cheesy, I'm like, oh, it's this kind of cheesy. But I didn't realize it was, like, serious cheese. It wasn't, I thought it was accidental cheese, you know? Mm. And so I turned it off. And then he's like, no, it's supposed to be like that. Like, it's intentionally written to be, like, a horrible... The beginning of it is horrible, but you didn't even meet the hillbillies. You didn't meet Tucker and Dale yet, and then as soon as you meet Tucker and Dale, you're like, oh, this is the movie it's supposed to be, and then you're into it. So I didn't get to that part. I liked it a lot, though. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't rate it yet. I'd say three and a half stars. It's good. With a hard like on it. Nice. So. I love yeah. that movie. Throbbing like. Yeah, Throbbing like. <laughs> Pulsating. <laughs> Vaney Triumphant Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> My high school band super bad reference. Me that movie, so. Really? Yeah. 
That was the same week I watched Zombievers as well. So that's yeah. another yeah, another weird. I don't know if it's on Netflix anymore. Wait, but that was another it was really weird. Zombievers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was great. I remember seeing previews for that. Like, Zombievers. Yeah. There's a song in it too. Yeah, and some other like B movie, like probably like Sharknado or something. I'm pretty sure it was before that. I'm sorry, you guys aren't gonna get mine. Two police detectives try to catch a serial killer who is stalking a rural California drive-in theater, randomly killing people with a sword. Mm. What? Yep. What year? Released in 1976. Yikes. Directed by Stu Seagal. And uh, starring John F. Goff and Steve Vincent. And no, it's not laying over there. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> This is from the 200 pack, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> First letter of the title. D. D. If you want the description again, the word's actually in the, in the uh, description. Two police detectives tried to catch a serial killer who was stalking a rural California drive-in theater, randomly killing people with a sword. Drive-in. Drive-in theater. Drive. Drove. Wrong. <laughs> driven. Theater. You got the... F- Drive-in swordsman. Rule drive dri- Give me, Give me something. Drive-in. Drive-in sword. Dri- drive-in drive swordsman. Through. No, it's drive-in... Drive-in duel. and die. Drive-in oh. and... Drive-in. Die-in. Drive-in and dives. Dri- <laughs> Dine- <laughs> drive-in and dives. Drive angry. Drive angry. Drive-in... Driving tails. Driving. Driving. Drago. Driving massacre. Oh, that was my next oh, guess. Massacre. That, I got it. You that was me. my next I guess. Actually, Let's play that, back. Play play the podcast back. I definitely said that before you did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just cool. I couldn't. Okay, I had posted on Letterbox and I saw Boy Erased, and I know you all saw it. There is, so I, uh, I didn't see. I it. actually just saw that, and I was like. It's where if his boy erased, I'm gonna win this. So I, don't I like even know what that is. I couldn't. I thought a gay conversion camp. But the movie I read was the description right. just in case. The movie was alright. Boy erased was anyway. This movie was just. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I, the whole time I was thinking, I'm like, is this like a lost episode of some detective '80s TV show? Because that's what it was. It's these two detectives basically investigating the murder, mm-hmm. and. The movie is just kind of whatever. It's like a lot of schlocky 70s mm-hmm. cheap movies that you'll watch. And I enjoy that kind of crap to an extent. This one was one of the more fun ones because you see like heads get chopped off and stuff. Nice. But the weirdest thing about the whole movie that makes it almost kind of amazing is they have three leads for who could have done it. And all of them... I think by the end get murdered because they're like that's like the final four minutes of the movie is I'm mm. going to the place where two of the leads are one of them's dead and then there's this caption that comes on screen saying he is still loose to this day the guy has never been caught he's been going to drive-ins across the country killing people and they don't know who it is and I was like and the movie just ends there's no credits and I'm like that is amazing yeah <laughs> I was um. like, the movie just ends they're like nope he didn't get caught Nothing gets resolved. There's still a murderer out there. It's a documentary. <laughs> exactly. It's a real movie. <laughs> so but, it's a real events too. Oh, I wish. No, okay. apparently no, it's not. But what? What an interesting way to end the movie. Yeah. 
I'd probably give it two and a half out of five, honestly, but that mm-hmm. ending You made was... it sound way more interesting than two and a half. Well, I mean, it's it's not, like, there's not really much to it. It's mm-hmm. just, it's it's a lot of... There's, like, two scenes in the movie where they interrogate someone, and it goes on for ten minutes both times. Like, mm-hmm. that's the kind of movie we're talking. But if you love, like, really cheesy, really crappy-looking driving movies, mm-hmm. titled Drive-In Massacre... What do you know? Yeah. It would have been great to see that movie add an actual drive-in. <laughs> it would have had some extra Probably suspense. Because <laughs> But. Huh. Where do, where are the standings at? Well, we have, if you want to know, Zach is at the bottom. <laughs> He's got 16. Chloe is at 19. And, uh, Hunter, you're at 27. And Justin's at 29. Alright. I don't know if we're going to cut this off at like the end of the year and do like a final end of the year roundup. We, <laughs> we could just do that too. I was just saying because I'm running out of space on my book, but I'll keep it going mm-hmm. somehow. I just got to do at least five, five like, B movies. Yeah. Watching them screw what if we had, like, should we keep it ongoing for, like, one year at a time, or eternally, or what if we did, like, we could like, the like, summer blockbuster contest, we do, like, seasons, like, who's the winner of the season, like, so every well, three months we'll restart. What if, why don't we just do it, like, every year, and then have, like, a winner per year? Good. That's what I was thinking, but, like I said, I mean, I wouldn't mind having every, like, three or four months or something. We gotta see how long this podcast goes on for. Yeah, it's true. We We could do it like yearly, but have like ongoing totals. I think that might be cool. Yeah. Could keep just intense stats. Like, who had the longest run of (laughs) correct movies? Who had the longest run of guessing movies? (laughs) Who had the longest run of unguessed movies? Yeah. Who knows? Who obviously picked obscure movies? Uh, The Last Unicorn is not obscure. Well, I think this has been a pretty successful episode of The Cinema Swamp. Yeah. I love the Rocky franchise. It sounds like you guys were into it, too. Thank you, guys, for... Thank you, Chloe, for binging it in about a day <laughs> to get ready for it. It's dedication. 14 hours of Rocky. Um, and uh, thank you, the people behind Rocky, namely probably Sylvester Stallone. Um, and uh, next week, we might be swinging some Harry Potter your way, if things go well. According to plan, uh, we'll be, yeah, ranking some Harry Potter. Until then, we'll see you next time. And remember, always, always beware, beware the, the cinema, cinema swamp. swamp. Wow, wow, wow. Rocky remake with Jai Courtney. Oh, there <laughs> we go. Gross. It's been like four episodes now, not Jai. Gross. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Swamp. So what do you think the origins of Mr. T and Buttkiss are? What Rocky is your favorite, and where did we go wrong? Can you smell what the Rock is cooking? Please like and share our podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and I guess we'll see you next week. And remember, always beware of the cinema swamp.